You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of the Corpus Cast. I'm Mike, and I'm looking into some of the most beautiful blue eyes that I've ever seen. Look into my eyes, and you will see. Man, we're we're starting off on a great note like that. I'll I'll tell you what, Shane Diablo, why don't you say hello to the people? Hi. That's it. Yeah, that's all I got. Let me talk to you about something, okay? Okay. Let's let's get right into the show, because, of course, we're going to have jam-packed uh, episode Excitement. full of content. Uh, we're going to be talking about Marilyn Manson's uh, Antichrist Superstar, and we're going to be talking yeah. about a movie called Visiting Hours. Yeah. And uh, But before we get going, uh, I just wanted to mention something real quick. Okay. For well. those of you who have a Roku box. Yes. The Super Secret Project is out. It's no longer secret, people. Yeah, that's right. It's no longer secret. It is zombie TV channel on the Roku box. Yeah, it's funny because basically what we do is we do the audio show, um, you know, like uh, or sorry, the video show. Um, you know, we kind of have a time limit. You know, it's under an hour. Basically, we try to get around thirty minutes. So I mean, yeah. it's But in essence, it's us on film talking about the same stuff we talk about on us the audio on show. Us on film. <laughs> oh. But. You know, it's only 30 minutes, and it's funny because uh, I turned it on, Roku.com, if yeah. you want to buy one, uh, Zombie.com, Zom-B-E-E.com, if, yes. you know, if you want to check that out, too. But I turned one on, and uh, you know, me and my wife are sitting there watching it, and I yeah. said, hello, everybody, welcome to the course of blah, 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 I said, uh, and everybody here's Shane, and Shane goes, hi, and that was it. And she goes, is that all Shane's going to say the whole time? And I'm like, no, come on. But I wouldn't let her watch it because it's embarrassing to me. But well, you're, you're, you're kind of a shy guy right now. I am. I'm shy. You know, it's, it's, I'm, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. Well, and you know, it's weird to kind of see this show kind of move, move it on up, I guess. Yeah. On to, uh, you know, basically what happened is a long time ago we had a, uh, we, we, on the Cadaver Lab, we reviewed a movie called Maxwell Stein. Yeah. The director and some of the producers from that movie heard us, uh, basically review that movie and they're like, Hey, these guys are okay. You know, and then later on, you they must did, have gave him a good review. Oh, yeah. We, well, that's a great movie. They Maxwell gave Stein. you a TV show. Well, <laughs> that, yeah. Well, the thing is, is it's like, you know, it was, we gave it a good review, but it's a good movie. I gave it to you, but of course you haven't watched it. I yet. haven't watched it. Maxwell yet, no. Stein, go Nine, to fourthplanetfilms.com, yeah. grab Maxwell Stein, it's a great movie. I'm going to watch it. Anyways, so uh, the bottom line is, is this guy calls us up and it's like, hey, uh, you know, around the beginning of the year, says, hey, we're, we're, we're starting a horror, an all-horror channel, and yeah. uh, we want you guys to be on to just record your podcast. And I said, well, you know what? Sam is out, man. Sam's out. Yeah, He's out. But I'll tell you what, I've already got plans in the work for another show called The Corpse Cast, and there's a handsome gentleman named Shane Diablo. Yeah. And, uh, he, and he, we recorded it and he likes it. He thinks Shane is sexy as balls. And 
I guess the I, rest can, is I, I can understand his plight. I, 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 dude, I totally agree with him. You are sexy as balls. That's the, fine. You know, it, this has been kind of a soft launch. They're, they, they've launched it. They said, we're out there, whatever. But they've got big plans in the works. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of shows on there. I don't know how many people have heard of Mr. Lobo. The I have. Um, yeah. So you did before. I had too. I know who Mr. Lobo is. I'm a big horror host fan. Yeah. So he has his Cinnamon Insomnia on there. There's a heavy metal show called uh, White Label Lounge. The White yeah. Label Lounge that's on there too. And Fate. oh yeah, and, and then we've got hot, they've hot got a bunch lady. of uh, of uh, ladies. Well, actually, two ladies I think right now that are introducing some kind you know some you know a small subset of movies. But they're gonna be there's gonna be more. I'm thinking Fate. I need to stock on Twitter. So. Well, Fate is uh, if you go to Facebook.com/slash zero zero Fate, you can see the the model wow. who's you know. And there's she a couple of movies sensual. where she is um, sporting a Cadaver Lab T-shirt mm-hmm. in the beginning. So I'm pretty stoked about that whole thing. Listen, this thing. It's I mean I I, I feel it's a little new, bit bad. It's exciting. It is. I've been pimping it quite it's a young. bit on the Facebook page, uh, but you know, it, it, this is exciting to me. We got this thing going. This is a channel that me as a horror fan, I want to check out, you know, and there's, it's only going to get better. I can't give away any details of what's coming, but yeah. it's on its way, people. It's if you have get a Roku, there. buy a Roku if you don't have one. They're cheap. They're fun. They're great. If you don't have one, or if sorry, if you do have one, uh, Zombie TV is in the channel store, so go check hey, it out. Hey, listen, sister. Nothing <laughs> says... I'm a cool guy, right. like being on board from the get go. Yeah, and that's it. Where we were, we were from the very beginning, man. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about people that tune in. Oh, I get it. It's like I was I there it. when there was just the you know you guys yep. and a couple shows and yep. all those massive amount of uh, movies. Dude. They got a shit ton of movies. They do. On they there. got a, quite a few movies. Good, good stuff, man. It's only going to get better. The content's going to start exploding. It's going to be wonderful. Go check get it in out. on it. Absolutely, sister. Um. Okay, man. I guess. Oh, man, I, I, that was some pimping, dude. Right there, Walking Dead premiere, dude. Stoked. I enjoyed the hell out of. Let it. me. Can I talk about this for a second? You know me. I'm not a huge Walking Dead uh, fan. I, I haven't been. But now that Shane's dead, now the whole love triangle's gone. I enjoyed the shit out of that first episode. You were I talking about how you don't. You, there's not enough zombie jabs, kills. This was jam packed full. Agreed. And you know what? And it's not that I, I, it's not that I don't understand that, wow, you know, we need to care about the characters to, to enjoy it. You know, we can, I do, I get it. We do. We need to have, these people need to be likable. They need, we need to be able to feel their plight and stuff. Yeah. I just got tired of all the stupid day of our, days of our lives type stuff. You you got to build it, man. But I'll tell you, you you got to build that ladder. You gotta build that ladder to the volcano top where it explodes. <laughs> I enjoyed the shit out of the first episode, oh, man. Oh, yeah, dude. By the way, there's another TV show that's on. What? Called American Horror Story. I have not seen any of it. Now, I'm gonna have to bring yeah. you, let you borrow the first season. I would love it's super, that. It's super good. It's not on Netflix. No, it's not. It's not Cause on Because it's yet. FX, right? And they don't. Oh, well uh, okay. With... I didn't know. I didn't know that's a deal. Well, no, because Breaking Bad's FX and they're yeah, on. That's they're true. on Netflix. Um, but I watched the first episode of uh, the uh, American Horror Story Asylum, the second season. Right. Um, and I'm pretty stoked about it, man. I mean, the first oh, ep- shit. The first season was really good. I really enjoyed it. But 
I kept thinking to myself at the end of the season, I'm like, how are they going to build on this? Well, they don't. They take a lot of the same actors, and they even have like Cromwell, uh, you know, a bunch of new people on this new one. But I mean, they're still they still have a lot of the, the you know some of the ones that were on the first season. But they take the, it's a whole different story and a whole different setting. Same actors kind of deal, but different and, you know, it, it's some of the same actors, but not all the same actors. Yeah. I watched that today, and I have to say, I'm excited. I mean, they've they've set it up. You know, you know who was on it? What's that? Uh, what's that dude? Band Maroon, oh. Maroon Five. Oh yeah, dun, dun, I don't know. Dun, dun. Is that? Oh yeah. Love there's them. a guy named Adam. I can't. Remember. I am in oh, you love oh, that I song. I love Maroon Five. All yeah. right, screw Maroon Five. But he was. I don't know his name though. Adam Goldenstein or something. Adam, Adam Goldenstein was on it, but. And he was in a little part of it, but the thing is, have you ever heard of a movie that's on Netflix that you should watch? I recommend that you watch. Okay. It's called Tamara. Now, no, I haven't seen that. We did that for Cadaver Tracks back in the day. It was the second Cadaver Tracks movie we ever did. Uh-huh. It's kind of this one where, you know, it's kind of almost like a Carrie-esque type movie. But the chick who was in that, Tamara, who, like, you know how, like, sometimes movies, like, like She's All That. Have you ever seen She's All That? Come on. Where they no. have this chick that's really super hot, but they try to make her look nerdy and so not hot. No. Then all of a sudden she turns hot, and it's like, oh, well, yeah, we knew she was hot. You weren't fooling anybody. Uh-huh. But that's what this movie's about, Tamara. But Tamara, the girl who plays that, is in this first season. She's looking so good. Sweet. So. She's looking sexy. Gosh dang good, dude. And I, for some reason, I love her because of this movie. I know she was in some of those like step up dance movies, but I never saw them. Uh, but dude. Why would you? Well, if, if I'm, I'm an old Peach white perfect. man. Why would I? Why? Yeah. Why would you ever? I wouldn't. That's, that's the answer to that question. I wouldn't. Yeah. But anyway, she's in it. The The first episode really got me going. It really started making me excited for the season, man. I am stoked as shit for it. But I want to see it. Haven't been able to, I'll, but I'll bring I over, really I'll bring over the it. first uh, the first season for you, because I have the first season. Excellent. And I'll bring it over. You can check that out. But, man, you still have to watch Maxwell Stein in the Ninth Gate. That's all right. Keep bringing it. All right. Bring it. I'll bring keep- it to the table. <laughs> bring it to the house. Dude, well... You know what I forgot to ask you, man? What? How's your week? I mean, because we care about Shane Diablo. Uh, it's fine. How's your week? My, my week was fine. Well, I have nothing right. to report. I'm glad we got that over with quickly. Yeah. I guess. All right. Well, like I said, I mean, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we, uh, let's see. Is there anything else? Nope. I've got some notes, but I, mean, I decided. We got some Marilyn Manson. We got some visiting hours. We yes. got some voicemails. We got a shit ton of voicemails people in fact we got more voicemails this episode than we typically have so you guys got to buckle up because we're going all the way with these baby that's when it's time to party we will party hard dude i i get wet show me your balls right now let's that's (laughs) that's party all right well do you want to just uh stop right here and get into those let's do that sweet all right, I want to mention one thing as we get into these uh, voicemails. Okay, do it, Daddy. We just got four new ones. Well, I checked. We just got four new ones, and I don't know who these are from. Okay. And I, th- this is this is this is live podcasting, people. Are, are we pooping them out right out of the gate? We are. I'm just I'm just going to get rid of these ones. Well, not get rid. We're going to listen to these ones first. So right. why don't we just go ahead and start with whoever is about to show up? Caller number one. Hey, thanks for calling in. Caller number one. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're going to go ahead and start that. I'm going to try and start that again. See, this is live podcasting, people. Deal with it. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, 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 okay. We're going to start with this one here. Let's do it live. Do it live. Thank you. Hey, guys, GP. Oh, GP. Question of the episode, what is your Halloween tradition? I I really don't have a a tradition anymore. Um, I guess the closest thing I had was uh, I used to 
watch Halloween Pumpkins? and Exorcist yeah. and Amityville Horror to kind of get the make it feel like Halloween, get the juices flowing. But you know, usually nowadays I'm I'm going to be working Halloween nights anyway. Oh right. Um, you now this year I'm not. I've got lucky, but uh, you know, it, closest thing I have to tradition right now, I guess, is just cram as much horror in as possible. You know, watch as many of them with my kids. Um, <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I did have a tradition, but you know, what can Start I do? Start one, baby. Um, Start one. Let's see. Right now. Die monster, die. They're okay, I guess. <laughs> he was the champion. Uh, who the fuck am I kidding? I love, 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 love Die Monster Die. There you um, go. Why else would I make a fool of myself pastoring people almost every day to uh, throw some <laughs> money you, into brother. that Kickstarter campaign? That's, and this is why we um, love GP. Uh, I, well, I, among that's, other that's, reasons, I mean, right? That's just how I, I don't do that for any other band, Shane, just for you guys. I love you. Uh, Thank you. You know. And, you know, score, we win. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I love Die Master Die. Like, Saturdays, uh, usually I put on my uh, Die Master Die play. I'm there, like, what? That's like a 10-hour day for me. I put on my Die Master Die playlist from Spotify, and I got, like, six hours straight of Die Monster Die. Yeah, nice. there's a lot head. of music. Um, and, yeah, the lyrics are the... Are the the big thing. I mean, Zero they're is funny great. shit, they're, dude. The one song uh, off this album, uh, my favorite song, uh, Black is the Color of Darkness. Oh, I yeah, just, I love uh, it. One day I, I was listening to it and I just typed that in the, the title, uh, Black is the Color of Darkness, and uh, <laughs> let it go. And a little while later, my sister uh, uh, comes back on Facebook, no, Black is the Color of Emptiness. Are you okay? Do <laughs> you have any problem? Like, just chill out. It's a love song. Just, I'm deal. People you know? just love you and on Facebook. They're so understanding. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I. What else can I say? I love the. I love Die Monster Die. It is cool as shit. Agreed. And I'm gonna call bullshit on Mike about not liking uh, when the Reaper calls because I think you just say that you just picked up a song and said you know I'm not really fine just so you don't look like you're you're kissing no, Shane's ass. You know? Okay. Well, the I don't know. You know I'm you sorry. love it all. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Stop playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, what, what more can I say? I just like drop my, my drawers for Diamonds of Dial all the time. <laughs> I <laughs> love <laughs> this guy. <laughs> all right. Uh, Prince of Darkness. You got my juices flowing on that one again. I actually just watched that last night when I came home. Oh, it's good. Um, it's good, good, good. And I kind of fell asleep the last 20 minutes, but I've seen it like many well, times. It's so slow. I know, I know what it's the deal slowish. Is, yeah. So. It's just, it's, it's, I love the feel of the movie. Um, I love the Nick Shen. Kind of, well, I won't say realistic, but it's not like as... I see his little face, his little child's not supernatural, face, but it's not like, one of those yes. supernatural ones where <laughs> Egg Shen it's mullet. hard to believe. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It, you know, because you have the science to back up the theology. And that's another thing, reason why I like it, because I, I kind of have a a thing for origin stories, and or origin stories, and uh, especially ones that deal with religion, you know, the uh, thousands of years, like good versus evil, how the, you know Satan was uh, God's favorite angel until he said, you know, I could do this, and God said, well, fuck, you can, but you got to do it all the way down there. Um, <laughs> so I, I, those kind of stories, even if it you know goes against you know my beliefs, um, I find really interesting. So that has a oh, yeah. special place in my heart. Um, 
But yeah, it, it is a kick-ass movie. Um, and, you know, I guess that'll be it. Nice. And I will talk to you all later. Well, thanks for Bye. calling in, my man. By the yeah. way, you know what I just realized? What? We had a network error when I was trying to download some of these. Yeah. So we only got two out of the four that uh, got called in oh. today. But... Let's go ahead. They will be on the next they'll, one. They'll be on the next one. We'll, yeah. we'll get them okay. on the next one. All right. Um, here is a, uh, I don't know who this is yet because we just barely downloaded it. So, uh, what's behind door number one? Mike and Shane. It's Ed from Upstate New York. Dude. I'm actually a longtime listener. Upstate New York. First time caller. He used to be a Cadaver Lab To guy. your current podcast. Word yes, up. I called in a few times man, back in the Cadaver Lab days. Lady, uh, lady, been talking about episode six of the Cadaver Lab. Corey yeah. turned me on to it. Ooh. I think the, that first episode I caught was Horror Comedy with Monster Man. And ever since then. That's early. That's uh, early. That's the early days wow. of Mike's podcast. Question of the episode. Uh, it's actually one I felt didn't need to call in for. The other ones. Uh, not haven't so had much. much to say. Edward, call in. Edward, just do so it. The Halloween yeah. traditions, uh, uh. they've kind of evolved over the course of time, <laughs> where uh, going out getting shit-faced drunk, being an asshole, to <laughs> becoming a cop and having to deal with asshole, shit-faced drunks. <laughs> kind of ruined Halloween for many years for me, uh, but then was off the road and uh, was a time period where we didn't participate. My wife was a teacher and we didn't want the kids coming to the house and hmm. seeing her, knowing where we lived. So we kept oh, it dark, weird. Okay, cool. Kept it low key. Now that we have kids of our own, uh, take them out, get them dressed up, and yeah, get absolutely. way more candy than and they That's what it's eat. all about. The day itself, uh, to me, is for my kids, man. Getting rid of half of it while they're asleep, just so they don't have it. So they stay hopped up on the candy for uh, several weeks now. Um, Halloween's a big <laughs> deal in our neighborhood, so we get a lot of kids. So uh, keep up the great work. That's my two cents. Uh, I'll keep listening. Holla. Did he just Sweet. say holla? Holla. Absolutely. We will Edward. continue to holla. Keep in touch. Yeah, he used to call He used to call into the Cadaver Lab from time to time. I, I yeah. know this guy. Upstate New York, you know, whatevs. Hey, I'm from upstate New York. <laughs> Uh, nice. Okay, so let, why don't we get into the ones that I know about? Okay. Um, first person to call in is Aaron. Aaron. Hey, no, motherfuckers. It's Aaron. <laughs> nice. Downs Canadian. Nice Question of the episode, <laughs> episode 39. What are your Halloween traditions? Uh, tons of them. Getting all the Halloween shit out, all the decorations and... Getting all the festive stuff. I'll probably get some candy apples. Get them out of mom's I already got all my horror DVD pickings. <laughs> when The Last House on the Left remake came out, they put out a new DVD release, and it's got all new commentary, all new features, blah, blah, blah. And there's going to be a little treat at the end from that. Carving pumpkins, real and fake. Uh, I make my own original yeah. costumes, which nice. I finished a month in advance. Finish the costume, finish the weapons, blah 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 blah. <laughs> Watch a huge list of movies, huge bunch of TV specials I've taped. A new one this year I started. Uh, I started doing some Halloween paintings and some stenciling and all that shit. You're artistic Ooh, I guess and shit. That's it. This is the first time I have some real. Actually, this guy is the queen of art. On this question yeah. of the episode, <laughs> I should have sent you guys a voicemail last week. And I had a window I was going to record between 
5 a.m. and I had till 7 p.m. right around when you guys record. So <laughs> you guys were probably done recording by the time I woke up. So whatever. Holy Plus cow. I had no funnies. Anyway, ah, yeah, you guys yeah. reviewed you, Prince you of Darkness. Slap. And that was the first time I've seen that movie all the way through, too. You yeah. guys talked about the mouth pee-pee. The demon yeah. transfers all the evil into someone <laughs> by spraying liquid into their mouth. I coined a new phrase for that. That was demonic snowballing. Whoa! Or satanic no. snowballing. If right, you remember that, that made me feel that. all nice in the tingly spot. Uh, <laughs> what? The girl laying on the cot with all the fucking strawberry jam smeared all over her face. Yes, Whatever yes. that makeup was. It looks like somebody had a miscarriage on her face. Oh! And she leans over and smiles at the Chinaman. That <laughs> freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> For the first Can time, I can't remember in over a decade where a movie genuinely creeped me in. We call that the Missy Also, Egg Shen place. from the fucking Big Trouble in Little China. That movie yeah. is confusing as hell. He's teaching quantum physics. Yeah. Holy yep. shit, that was like another language to me. I can't even do basic math. So, Physic. whatever. He's kidding. Just and because I'm running low on material, I'll do last week's question of the episode. The last time that I was excited to go to the theater was nine years ago. Shit. And the last time I willfully went to the theater and I wasn't physically dragged there. Twins! uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Waffle Friends. Uh, It was 2003, (laughs) nine years ago. uh, I wanted to see Freddy vs. Jason in the theater. That's a great movie! Blah, blah, blah. I didn't end up seeing it. We totally pushed out. We were going to sneak in. I think that's it. I have... Nothing to contribute lately. Um, so I mentioned the uh, Last House on the Left DVD I got. That was one of the funniest fucking commentaries I'd ever heard, and I learned some new shit on there. Really? I had no idea. They really terrorized and almost raped the cast on that a bunch of times. So <laughs> my producer's telling me we have a bunch of clips from that commentary. Oh, and, great. Uh, Let's I'm going to let David Hess and uh, all the other guys play me out. So oh, heavens. Keep doing what you're doing. You guys hey, kick ass. Man. Love Can't you, wait for the bitch. Halloween show. Halla halla, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you look a little weird in this movie. Well, I'm supposed to be weird. I'm a junkie. You but, know. You, but you still look weird. Look, they were laughing. There's not one point of that I movie where I was laughing. From several junkies that I had become friends with. Well, you should give it back to him because the movie's over now. I know, well. She was an annoying person. Oh, actually, I was banging her roommate. Fred Lincoln has fucked every woman in New York oh, from the 1960s on. to the 1980s. More than once. <laughs> I put her over the cliff. I said, if you don't get this fucking scene right now, I'm going to drop you. I'm going to fucking drop you right now. And we'll have a different scene, but it'll work because you'll be fucking mangled. And the film will keep going. Oh, this, this sounds like I a fun time. Her God damn. I will put my fucking dick in your cunt if you what? don't do this right. I will fuck the That's living That's ass right there. I told her. She didn't know whether I was Well, now I know why Lauren loves him so she much. She wasn't much of an actress. You no? Know? She no. sure could suck dick, though. <laughs> Is she good at it? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dude. I gotta check that out, man. That sounds like one of the uh, most, shall we say, the one of the most colorful uh, commentaries that uh, I've oh, never heard man, anything I'd, like that on the commentary. Office. I love it. I'm buying it. Uh, let's see, Alan called it. In and out. Mike, Shane, how's it going? What's up? Uh, really dug last episode. Thanks, um, man. I thought Die Monster Die, you know, that's Bonesaw right there. Bonesaw. Uh, Thank you, brother. The, they're one of my favorite horror punk bands. Anyway, on to the question of the episode. Uh, Halloween stuff. Well, for a long time, 
I spent every Halloween under a bridge with sideshow freaks and monsters. I did a that sounds like the best for my best friend who's a sideshow freak, and we did the sideshow at a haunted house. No way! Um, How about that? We quit doing that now, so now I really don't know what I'm going to do. It's just sort of like whatever seems cool at the time. Don't know. Don't really care. I just know it's Halloween, <laughs> and I love it. Just a day, everything it stands for. Y'all have a good one. Bye. There you go. In and out. Alan, love you. You seemed a little uh, disgruntled there. Maybe, you were, maybe he was trying to figure out his uh, traditions right yeah. right there. Well, he was sad. He's like, what am I going to do this year? He's like, I'm going to go out and start a tradition tonight. <laughs> Ooh, I hope it didn't. In- Never mind. Uh, yeah. It was about to get real dark there. So why don't we just move on? Um, Dan called in. Oh, first time. Uh, hey, guys. Oh, fuck. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. Yeah. I'm slightly less drunk than I was for the Skype party. I don't want to apologize for that. No! That so um, fun, Why dude. would you apologize for figured that? figured since uh, it was mentioned a few times on the last podcast that I should finally break my bone phone, Sherry. It's um, hot. It's feeling good to me. Yep. Oh, fuck. I don't have anything to say. That's well, all, you broke it. That's, that's all it. you need, baby. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I do. Uh... I wanted to thank uh, everybody that was involved in the, the, the Skype party. The, uh, the fuck am I trying to say? Are you sure you're not just drunk, dude? Awesome. Uh, with this the Skype party, that was fucking. That was an amazing time. What I can remember. That was so yeah. fun. Of it, man. Anyway, uh, thanks again to the lovely Miss Lauren for setting that up. Yes, indeed, Lauren. You are a wonderful uh, woman. She's a light but in to, the night. To explain uh, <laughs> why I passed the fuck out. During the middle of it, I am a beer guy, beer drinking son of a bitch. Yes, yeah, uh, I like for some beer reason too. I decided to change it up. I was rocking some cheap ass vodka. Yeah, that didn't work out so well for me. Yeah, it I mean to everybody does. else, it may have seemed like I passed out. Uh, to me, it was like accidental time travel. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I love. I would fucking love to do that again. Uh, yeah, yeah, we get Dan it. was everybody. classic on that show. And it was fun. Fuck. Sure, I need to lay down, <laughs> dude. As far as bone, uh, bone phone cherries go, that one got, not only got popped, but it got exploded. Yeah, okay. exploded on her face. Ew, gross. But you know, listen, we're gonna we're gonna continue to do that. It was such yeah. a such an overwhelming. And what, what do we think about the idea of like opening the gate? What do you mean? Because we did ten people. Yeah. And that seemed to work pretty good. It did. Are you on the tablets? Are, 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 are we talking like maybe this next time we go, hey, if there's 20 people? I don't know. I don't know. We have to worry about, we have to think about that because I worry about, you know, too many people spouting off all at the same time. You know, I, I think that everyone's, you know, I think it's, it grooved pretty good. Okay. Well, for, why for not? 10, let's go. Like, 15, we're going to try to do it. Like, like I said, we're going to try to do it once a month. Uh, why don't we, uh, we're not gonna, let's not do it the first, we, I said we're gonna do it the first Friday, but we, we're gonna be doing, uh, the video show the first Friday of right. November. So maybe we do it the second, but we still need people to, uh, volunteer to help us out with that. It's just a lot of, 
uh, organizational yeah. type stuff. So stuff that I don't really have. To, well, it's not that I don't have time to do it. It's that I'm a lazy piece of crap. So. No, you're a busy man. You're the Pooh Bear of podcasting. You've got shit on the table. <laughs> you've got meat and taters that you've got to contend with. Oh man! And yeah. I'm the lazy bastard because there ain't no way. I'm yeah, you're it. the lazy bastard. No, I'll, I'll go with that. It. I'll go with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jake the Snake called in. Hello, hello. What I have the? a message for you. I don't know what going on. He's wearing his Darth Vader mask. Hey, boys. Jake the Snake here. <laughs> Ooh, love, love your choice of a movie last week. Oh, yeah. Pretty Prince mean, of Darkness. You guys have discussed some good movies. Some I like, but Prince of Darkness, I freaking love that movie. <laughs> if you love it so oh, much, why don't you marry it? Good one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I Excuse couldn't me. help myself. <laughs> I I just love it's Jake here. It's Jake. Worthy of Carpenter's Jacob earlier thinks stuff. that kind of humor. He's going to appreciate. I mean, that. I mean, of course, Halloween and the thing are obvious choices, but oh, Burns of Darkness, man, that always holds a special place in my heart. I mean, just in my great heart. atmosphere. Alice Cooper, agreed. That's Creepy bastard. Little, uh, Creepy. Over my head, uh, I. Never been really good at science, but I give that pass because this movie is just, oh, creepy. I mean, the guy standing at the doorway, silhouette guy. Oh, Yeah, that yeah. was the creepiest part for me. A little story about this movie. When I first watched this movie, it was a uh, winter night, and uh, I was 16 years old, I want to say. Yeah, give or take. Just a young, itty-bitty-bitty-bitty-boy. You know, getting done with the movie, I'm letting <clears throat> my dog out, you know, watching her, and then go to get her and come back inside. And, you know, I'm getting this weird feeling, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, that kind of feeling you get when you watch a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, thought you to say when you climb the rope in gym area, class. So it's not like it's in the middle of nowhere. But suburban paradise. Still, it's a little creeped out. <laughs> then, after a while, I'm deciding I'm hungry and I want some Burger King. Ooh, yes. So, um, I'm going out to the garage. And my parents are out and, you know, my dad said if I need anything, I could take his truck. So, I start uh, to go out a bit, but throws are a little slick. And even the short trip to Burger King doesn't sound worth it. So, I decide to go back. With the car, the truck in the garage, and decide to close the garage door and go back inside. But then I noticed something behind me. I noticed it's about the time, Jake. Flickering on and off <laughs> inside the garage, and I am totally freaking the hell out. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on here? Can I pause it real quick? Happened. I didn't. Put I, I'm sorry to do this to Jacob. But he was, I, I was waiting for the ghostly story to happen, well, but he was like, then I take the car out and I want to get some Burger King, but then I decide that's too far to go for the Burger King. It's like, when does the demon ghost come at you? Well, and this is the thing. I just, I just looked at my phone. Okay. We just got another voicemail. People, I just want to say every. And it's from Jake. I don't know. We're, we're going to, oh. we're going to save it for next week. All I'm saying, people, is that we record every Friday. At 5 p.m. Mountain Time. 
Yeah. Okay. Right now we're in mountain daylight time, but so we're, that would be like 3 p.m. on the East Coast. Yes. All I'm saying is maybe you want to get those in earlier. That yeah. that's what I'm saying. We're gonna save all of them for the next episode, but whatevs. Spooky ghost all the way in into the garage, and the garage door kind of hit like the very back of the truck. You mean like uh, <laughs> not quite the bed? Uh, I'm I'm terrible with vehicles, guys. Sorry. <laughs> what are you, and, woman? You know, and Dad lets you hit, take it for it, Burger King you know, in the middle cause, of the night. Yeah, you know, the garage door go back <laughs> up and down. Be. Yeah, flicker the lights. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I'd say yeah that movie really freaked me out when I first watched it, nice, which is dude. why I love it so much. Okay, now before I ramble on a little too longer, you have a question of the episode, um, a Halloween tradition I like to do. Well, Burger I don't King. have like <laughs> much of a Halloween tradition. I mean, I like to watch horror movie like every October. Sure, uh, you know. You know, whatever we like to do, it's a little different. I mean, there's some friends who like clubbing, and, you know, I, I kind of go with them a bit, you know, but I'm not club a clubbing tonight. type person. Although one year, well, me and a friend <laughs> stood under the stairs watching the girls in their slutty outfits go up the stairs. Oh, <laughs> so, I love you. You were a pervert, little Jacob. I Jake. love you, sir. Hmm. Yeah. Good images myself yes. there. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, not much of a, a tradition I have. So, um, yeah. It, that's all I got to say for now, boys. Bye bye. Gosh dang, I love Jake so much. Little sweet Jake. I love him. His Burger you know, King, huh? His Burger King listen, traps. Speaking of, listen, I understand. Demon in the garage, wrecking the trucks. I'm not so good with vehicles. <laughs> Listen, I'm a Burger King fan, okay? Let's so, talk about his dad. Okay. What a sweetheart. He lets him take the vehicle. He's like, well, you know what I thought was I'm funny? not so good with him. I thought... But, <laughs> go ahead, And his son. dad's got to know that, guys, too, want right? Burger King. The kid wants Burger King, honey, for <laughs> Christ's sake. Well, and I thought it was funny because his dad was like, you know what? If you need to do something, go ahead and take the truck. Yeah. But apparently he needed Burger King. Yeah. That was one of his... Like it needs. Yeah. Okay. This is not that he it's wanted a freaking Whopper with cheese. Okay. Their he fries needed suck one. ass, but their burgers are all right. What did you just say to me? Their fries suck. That hurts my feelings, son. Burger King. Listen, my brother worked at Burger Tastes King like for paste. years. <laughs> you know, we're not going to get into that right all now. Right. Uh, a guy named Irma Gersh called in. You know what his name is too? James. James. Mike and Shane, what is up, my two favorite podcasters? Aww. How's it going this week, guys? We're good. Hopefully it's going good. Question of the episode, Halloween traditions. Well, I don't know if necessarily we have Halloween traditions here at Casa de James. <laughs> we used to, but with a 19-year-old, a 14-year-old, and an 8-year-old. Oh, yeah, that's... Traditions kind of fly out the window a little bit. They got shit to do. It used to be... Go trick or treat, come home, get some pizza, watch whatever was on AMC for the night, Absolutely. scare the kids a little bit. That's good enough for me, man. That's then a good one. went to, let's go out and do trick or treating, we'll get some pizzas, come home, and we'll divvy up the candy. We'll trade fixie sticks for nerds or pop rocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, with a 19 year old out of the house living on his own, the two girls, they, they can't figure out what they want to do, really. I, tried to convince them that 
it's the great pumpkin. Charlie Brown was what we needed to watch all the time because that's what I watched when I was a kid. Sure, yeah. They're not having it. Newer generation. They, kids you know, just don't understand. I don't know what we're going to do this year. I used to go up and dress up with them and go out and go trick-or-treating and take them. Mm-hmm. I think that all kind of died out a couple of years ago when I went as a dead priest. <laughs> I had the whole knife through the Bible, through the chest thing. Ooh. It was really cold. That's a that pretty, year. wait, I paused it. That's a pretty, like, uh, controversial uh, costume choice. Well, it Especially to go trick-or-treating with, man. I, I I like your costume. I will agree with that. But it cuts your candy intake in half. Yeah, I mean, you say it's like listen. And I got that. I got a knife in the. And then there's, like, there's people. Is that the good book <laughs> that you have a knife in with blood squirting out of it? We don't no candy, candy for you, asshole. <laughs> the oh. idea is to get the candy, not. Uh, so are you saying shield to people or be yourself? You're saying shield to the people who are giving you candy. I, yeah, you're a sellout. Are, what are you talking to me? Sellout. Yeah. Whatevs. Yeah. Whatever. Let's go ahead and listen to him. Yeah, I sell out. I sell out every stadium. It didn't turn out as well as I thought it was going to. I thought it was funny. People there didn't really find a whole lot of humor in it. I don't understand why, but... I'm yeah, telling you what, I got the... I guess pause it again. I I'm a, it this is my out. first time I All ever right. say pause. Okay. Right, we're cool. I've got the perfect costume for James. If if he is of an open mind, which I'm thinking he is, if he's got two beautiful daughters and they're older, mm-hmm. he goes as Ron Jeremy. It'll still work, dude. He goes goes as Ron Jeremy. What is a Ron Jeremy costume? What does that entail? Well, just big and bulky and fat. You got a skullet. Sure. And, uh, you know, a cucumber in your pants. Okay, I was going to say. But you've got to be like a way, you know, open kind of guy to go, hey, I'm going to dress my two daughters as uh, porno stars, and then I'm going to go as Ron Jeremy. I don't know if I would ever be able to pull that one. It would be funny, though. Oh, dude. I'm not talking hilarious. about disgusting, hilarious. But you, you know, if you want to, if you want to outdo the priest with the knife in the Bible or whatever, <laughs> yeah, 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 Ron Jeremy, and you got to let every person you go to the door and go. These are my daughters. <laughs> These are my daughters. I'm right not, not going to put my I'm cucumber the in them. Too. You got the cucumber. I'm my dad. I'm the daddy. Everybody, I'm he's, the daddy. Let, oh. let me, let me. Uh, you realize this is the I'm audio the show, right? Because I'm he's the doing daddy. the. He's doing oh. the, I got a giant cucumber. Don't do pumping. anything that I'm saying, James. I'm just, that's a JK. <laughs> this year, I think they're going to go to do some church deal. I don't know why. I think Ron I mean, Jeremy's out of the trunk. in the trunk. I'm not real fond of it. Yeah, trunk or treat. You know, yeah, the bullshit. trunk or treat. Maybe one day they'll figure out that that's probably the best for them. You know, let me pa- let me pause it here. Trunk or treat, because that's something that's, that's gaining popularity here as well. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is okay, so you go house to house, trick or treating usually. <coughs> Pardon me. And there's usually probably 30 feet between, you know, I mean, I mean, but well, not just that, but I mean, you probably have to run 90 feet or something 
from door to door. Yeah. When you're trunk or treating, man, there's like six feet between candy grabs. I'm just saying it's economical. Yeah, it's, it's, it's economical. Because but I, man, I live, when you grew up as a kid dude, and you were walking the streets and dude, you're like, man, how far can we go? Dude, let me tell you something. But here, here's the thing okay. too. There's a church right behind my house. In fact, if I hop my back fence, there's a church right there. Okay. And they yeah. do a trunk or treat every year there. What we do. Oh, maybe I should wait. But we take the kids there, and so they get like loaded up, sure. and then we take them out real because they they get real, there at five thirty. They get there at five thirty, so we're done at six because you know if there's you know if there's fifty people there, yeah, you know, we're done. That's quick. We're in and out, and then we're and on then the real the street yes. because you know where the houses are if they're decorated Absolutely. up. You go there. We know all our neighbors, so it's like, why don't we just, why don't we just do this shit? Dude, you know? that was the joy of being a kid and trick or treating. You know, was agreed. walking the streets and going, man, let's go down to Main Street. Plus, let's keep going in Farmington, dude. There was, there was every single house for blocks and blocks and blocks was out there was trick or treating. There were people who would literally like put. Uh, like speakers out there and, yeah. and put like, ooh, ooh, exactly. Ooh, they, they had the whole yeah. deal going on. There was, there was a few houses with like, with like microphones that you could sit there and it would make your voice yeah. all weird, you know, and that's what it's all about. It's not trunk or treating. That's very economical, but it's like everybody's got, you know, I mean, I understand safe, be safe. But man, you know, trick or treating has to be door to It's got to be down Agreed, the road, dude. you know. And everyone's got no one lets their kids go unless they're like fifteen years old. Right. Hey, knock yourselves out. Dress as Skeletor. Get the yes. hell out of here. I'll see you later. You know. Absolutely. But if you got little ones, you take them out, man. Yeah, we do, and we do, and that's and that's what we do. But I, I'll save that for my for my tradition okay. later. But whatever. But tr- trunk or treat is good. But it's you got to do more than that, man. Yeah, agreed. A couple of episodes ago, Cradle of Filth. Oh, goddamn it! I love me. Oh, I'm sorry. Gee, damn. Thank love you. Me Cradle of Thank Filth, you, son. Like anybody else does. Listening to that, I got home that night, had a couple of beers, and I, I needed something to watch, so I dug up some old my Cradle of Fear DVD. Oh yeah, which is rather good, by the way. You should probably it's do that. It's actually pretty show. good. That's just my opinion. Last I love week, it. I actually week, really like after it. After that, easy O. <laughs> it, it was almost like I was having a bad flashback of D. Snyder's House of Hair. Yeah. Can't stand that show. It oh, is. I just kind of grates on my nerves a little bit. I oh, don't know why. Well, you, you know, it is. They yeah. weren't too terribly bad, but the following week, Die Monster Die, of Ooh. course. Yeah. Loved every bit of it. Went to band camp. It's good stuff, Downloaded dude. the album. Sorry, Shane. It was free. <laughs> Absolutely. But I have since then went to iTunes and got a couple albums. Nice. Shane's rolling in the dome. There you go. Totally wheezing on. Sorry. That was another, that was a Pauly Shore. Good one. Outtake there. Yeah, we love Pauly Shore on the Facebook group. Oh, yeah. We do. Traditions. God, Aaron, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard with kids. When I was a kid growing up, I used to stay in the back of a pickup and scare the shit out of people. <laughs> that was my tradition. Now, being older, and I, I can't really say wiser because, you know, as I've said before, I'm a potato and with the IQ of a dump truck, which is, you know, generally never a good combination. <laughs> I think this year we might, 
hit up old Dick Farm's house and go and cruise around his neighborhood. And then Dick, Dick Farm. That's just, he, Dick take them Farm to the church so they can later. do the church thing. And Ian. I'll dress up like Ian Dick, exactly. and go out and scare people or I don't know. Staying here where we live and giving out candy is, you know, it, it, it's non-existent. We don't ever have kids come around here anymore. By the way, can I mention one thing? We've we've lived where we live right now for about five, well, maybe six years now. All right. So we, you know, and we would always go out and, and, and you know take the kids out and whatever. And we usually take them to like what you know, like I said, I mean, I'll save it for the whole thing. But we take the kids out to a party at, at the grandma's house and whatnot. And we usually, you know, leave out. Oh, please only take one type of thing. One year. I, oh yeah. I thought it would be funny to leave out an empty bowl that says "Please only take one." You know what? It worked out just great. Just, I just want to throw. Oh. That, I want to throw that out there for people. It worked out great. I just, you know, and it wasn't about not. You know what? You should have. I just wanted to check put it that, out. Put that plastic jack o' lantern. Yeah, exactly. With the note saying, "Please only take one." Uh huh. And then a hi hat stand with a <laughs> note that said "rim shot." Oh. So they can give themselves a. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, that should be missing. But then my house gets egged. And that's not cool. But wouldn't that be awesome? That would be like, funny. There's no candy in this. And then it's like, hey, <laughs> oh, rim shot. Rim shot. Yeah. We did that know. once. My wife was mad at me, but I'm like, hey, let's save eight bucks, you know? Yeah. I'm going to go get me a, uh, you know, a Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Whatever. Diet Dr. Pepper and a burrito. Why? I'm not sure. There's <laughs> plenty of them. And we have, you know, really good candy. We don't have those nasty little sticks of gum that come used to come in card packages that tasted like flour. Oh, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> Whatever, I guess kids are more grown up and know what they want nowadays. I, <laughs> I don't know. I Halloween traditions. It's. I think it, it, it's all going to change regardless. You get older. I don't know. It, the appeal's there, but I don't know. It just it seems like it takes more time to do it. Whereas when you were a kid, you had your own time, and it was up to well, basically before you were parents. Yep, that's what it's all about. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, time is all you got, good. baby. I haven't seen It's the Great Public with Charlie Brown in I don't know how many years, which kind of sucks because I really love that show. So I guess in closing, I'm going to say that this year, eh, it'll probably be different. I wish there was tradition still. Yeah, I agree. But as I said, kids it's get older. World, they don't want to do the same things that you when used you to do. When you get older, it's you got to make new traditions as the kids get older. Not a lot of people around where we live give out candy anymore. They give out those Vouchers. goofy Whitney certificates for a Frosty. That's or bullshit. This Parking vouchers. Thing. You can park in front of my, my house. My kids are not really <laughs> into that so much. They <laughs> just it. rather go up the door and do the trick-or-treat thing and get a couple of pieces of candy. That's Agreed. just how they totally. are. Why, I don't know, but I don't know. Ugh, whatever. Anyway, I guess that's probably about it. If I think it's something else, I might call in. He called in again. If I do call back in, I'm going to disguise my voice as Jamie, so it, just so it doesn't confuse Mike. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Jamie. That's just how it is. Anyway, <laughs> get late. i got to go. Time for bed. Uh, All right, let's start. <laughs> I forget something. Oh, he forgot God something. bless America rules ass. I love that movie. <sighs> I don't care what anybody else says. I haven't seen it. August Underground I like tomorrow Bobcat night. Bobcat Goldway. It's going to kick ass. Fiddle Mark 34 Friday night. Uh, it's going to fucking rule, boys. <laughs> Later.
Okay, let's talk about uh, God Bless America for a minute. I haven't seen it, so I don't want to talk too I much wonder, about it. Well, I won't, I won't give it away. But, uh, okay, so apparently they're on the Facebook group, on the CorpseCast Facebook group. If you go to CorpseCollective.com and you click on the Facebook icon, you go right there. There's been a big discussion about uh, God Bless America, the movie. The Bob, oh, Bob I haven't Cat seen Goldman. that. Yeah, it's there. And uh, apparently I am one of the few who didn't care for it. To me, it seemed really super preachy. I wonder if it's... I think it's on Netflix now, so you can watch it whenever you want. All right. But I just... I found it too super preachy and just too much. Too much. Too, too many, super preachy too many to your monologues. ideals? Or no. too super preachy just No, overall. the thing is, is I, I, the th- basically the movie is about how shitty America is because people love to watch reality TV shows and they love, you know, all the... It's like... We already know that. In my opinion, we already know that. I don't need a movie to watch. Yeah. I already hate that shit. But whatever. Apparently, I am in the minority, though. Oh, you're on the, this. So yeah, because I didn't. I watched that, and I'm just thinking, oh my. I didn't even gosh. know that was on the group, and I haven't seen it. Yeah, yet, it's so on I there. Know. I just, oh man, I just thought when I was watching that, I'm like, I don't need someone. To I thought it was this funny shit. as shit when they threw the baby in the air and they shot it with the. <laughs> well, I, that was in the preview. It has its moment. It does have its moments. Uh, spoiler, that's a dream, just so you know. Oh. Okay, sorry. So I just, well, that, I just uh, that's fine. That was a spoiler for me? Yeah, that's spoiler fine. for I don't you. care. It's, it happens in like the first five minutes, but whatever. Um, a guy named uh, Ian called in. Ian! He sounds what's like James. It, what's he going to oh, say? Oh, boy, Keith. I don't know if I got the right number. I'm looking for the corpse cast. I hope <laughs> oh, this is yeah. it. Um, if it is... Hi, Mike and Shane. This is Ian Davey. Ian! My best friend Dick calls Farm. me Dick Farm. And that's really mean of him. I don't know why he calls me that. I'd rather be, for, be called Richard Ranch. But, Richard <laughs> Ranch. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I heart, man. Um, I love your show. Bye. Thanks. I think that was a kind of an inside joke voice. <laughs> there you go. Ian Davey. Was it or was it really him? Because I, I No, felt that, that wasn't really him. That was James. For sure. Uh, oh. Yes, indeed. Because it's the 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 cadence sounded different. I mean, he's a he's a master of voices. He's like Jim fucking Hanson. He is indeed. Uh, Johnny T called in. Johnny T. Hey, Mike and Shane. It's Johnny T from the UK. How are you guys doing? We're good, bro. Are you doing well? Um, yeah, Mike. I sent you over a, a paranormal witness that I saw off of uh, the TV, and it's in Salt Lake in Salt the Lake um, City? Capitol Theater. I don't know if you guys have ever I been. I paused it. I haven't seen that yet. I downloaded. It. I haven't watched it yet. But Capitol Theater is around here in Salt Lake is known for its hauntedness. Yes, and there's. Well, it's well creepy. So wait, but as so, I said to Mike oh, on Facebook. Sorry, sorry, I hit that too soon. So you're saying that he sent you a video of like a haunting that's yeah, at the well, Capitol it, Theater? Yeah, well, it's a show. It's a. Uh, Oh, it's an episode of a show that talked about the uh, the capital. Oh, okay. Sharp, gotcha. Do you want to see it? I'll bring it over. Oh, well, I'd love all that. Okay, and cool, I... awesome. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. Well, it features three very sexy guys, and they're all Ooh. bald. Oh yeah, <laughs> not that fine guy sexy apart from the bald ones, of course, of course. <laughs> and also, shame. I'm ashamed of you, man. You've never watched Breaking Bad. Oh, oh I know, Start dude. watching it, because Walter That's White. so great. Again, another relative sexy baldy. I just finished. Um, he's got to be the coolest man in the history I'm, I'm up to date now. Ever. That's so amazing. And then, Mike, you put on Facebook that you've actually finished uh, the first part of the... Uh, so great. Fifth four, season. Fifth season, that's it, yeah. So that's cool. The Walking Dead's back on. Zombies, yeah. Um, <laughs> and questioning the episode about the last thing I got excited to see at the cinema. Um, 
must admit, it's got to be uh, probably Cabin in the Woods. That was but a good one. I the wasn't... film for me personally wasn't that great. Oh no! Uh, seen it all before. If you've seen horror films, you know. I mean, that's always a problem, I suppose. Uh, and the fact of I don't know what it's looked like for you guys in the state, but everyone in the cinema now, if it's like a, over here, it's a fifteen certificate, mm. and they're just so fucking annoying. You know, it's like if you get an eighteen certificate, you tend to get the people that go. To oh no the way! Film. But fifteen certificate, you get any dick and his girlfriend just wandering. Because oh. I pause it because it's rated R here. And because I, I eighteen certificate. Well, theirs 15. is more granular because apparently they yeah. have they, it's more specific. Fifteen and eighteen and stuff like that. How about that? Because we have PG thirteen. But that's but anybody will, can go into a PG thirteen. But that's the difference between there and here is it doesn't mean if they're it doesn't matter if they're fifteen or eighteen. They're still about your fuck faces. Yeah, you have no, to pick absolutely. your times to go. You know what's funny because is, I've seen thirty year old assholes fucking gone. Eh, I'm a fucking tart all night <laughs> i'm on my phone so there's no there's no difference there you know if you Agreed. buy a ticket going oh i'm gonna be in the 15s right Ugh. dude it's funny because i went with brian uh uh is brian yeah. and uh, we went and saw that at a, at a at a press screening or something like that and i had no i had no idea what it was about what uh uh, Cabin in the Woods was about. I was so pleasantly surprised about that movie, man. I hadn't heard shit. And about I still it. haven't seen that either, so don't oh, spoil. Son, it. it's so it's real. In my opinion, it's really good. It's clever. The guy who wrote Buffy wrote it, and the guy who did Serenity and stuff like that. It's in my uh, Johnny T didn't like it as much, but I thought it was great. Yeah, you need to see it. It's it's. A, I it's I really movie. want to. I what the thing is, I wasn't excited to see it because I had no idea what it was, right. but. You know, I went. I left at. I, I left the theater thinking, "Oh, this is badass." So there you go. What nice. Happened? With the phones, not giving two shits about you or anybody else around you. They're assholes. You know, I look on our cinema now. It's got Madagascar three, and it's got like a <laughs> Ice Age seven, and just three D shit. So <laughs> yeah. no, man, cinema for me is just killing it. I'm off to see Paranormal Activity four because they're always a good laugh in the cinema. But sure. I'll go really early in the morning to see that one, or late at night when there's not. So Absolutely. Many I was going to yeah, see it today. The Early morning. Not too great. I think the really last great cinema thing I did enjoy was probably um, Drag Me to Hell. Oh, that was, that was good. That was good as shit, actually. But it's very I few like and far that. between. And this year, I think, personally, it's been a bit of a quiet year for the horror, especially on the in, in the mainstream, you sure. know, apart from remakes and whatever else as usual. So. But anyway, there you go. And that's uh, me sending my love and my little voice message to you guys. Oh, I love Johnny the T, man. I do, Good man. work and keep being sexy. Johnny and T. Get on Breaking Bad, man. I want to know what you think. I love Speak Breaking to later, Bad. Guys. You take care. Bye. Breaking Bad. It's funny because I want they're 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 splitting up the last season into two seasons because they're trying to milk this shit for as long as it's right, worth. Right. I watched the first. I think it was six episodes. I think it was. I watched it all the way through, and I was like, "Oh man, this is pretty sweet." But right at the end, there's a cliffhanger that that just g- gave me a freaking boner, dude. Every th- I have not heard one single person uh-huh. say. It's crap. Oh, dude. Every person the, I've just ever so talked you know, to goes, you've got to see that show. The first two or three seasons are on Netflix, so you can yeah, get started. Yeah, I'm going to start watching it. They're it. good. They're, oh, I just love it. It's For Johnny T and you, I'm going to watch it. Oh, dude. Because you will not, every, you will not I don't be know why I didn't. I don't, I don't know why I didn't click and watch it. Time. Time. You're a busy man. I get but it. Every, dude, I have never heard a single person go... That shit. No, it's it's a nobody I love talks that movie. bad in about fact, Breaking this, Bad. In fact, this and you know, I mean, I don't know if you know, but I love uh, Dexter. 
the the the, the uh, series yeah. of Dexter. I think I like Breaking Bad even more. And I've never seen an episode of that. Dexter's either, super so. awesome too. You, you, I saw that guy in uh, Six Feet Under. Oh yeah, yeah. When yeah. he played the gay guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Mortuary. I've never seen Six Feet Under. Well, that but, was cool. Was they it? chopped it after like two seasons. Or yeah, something. dude. Dexter's Annie good, hit. but watch Breaking Bad. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Lauren called in. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. Uh, First, for the question of the episode, it was, um, what Halloween traditions do you have? And I didn't really have any because um, my parents weren't super psyched about it when I was growing up, and they hated candy, and we lived on a major road. So um, I only got to do Halloween stuff. cemetery type shit. My parents let me go over to someone's house for Halloween. Um, But I've... I'd like to start a new Halloween tradition, okay. which was, I mentioned last week in the voicemail that I went up to New York to go to a steampunk, steampunk. haunted house, and That's it right. was pretty fucking amazing. Cool. Um, it was in an old insane asylum, and it nice. started at like 1030 at night, and you weren't allowed to talk unless spoken to. No way. And um, Patrick at Sque- Scream Queens kind of has attended... I got a pause. A couple years in a row. Hold on a second. Patrick from Scream Queens didn't speak until he was spoken to. I kind of like to talk. That's all I'm saying. He likes I picture to talk. like a steampunk haunted house, like people dressed like in that Victorian era stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Robotic stuff. Sure. And they just say, you're walking through the haunted house and they say, I say, governor. <laughs> and there's like a little toot of fucking steam coming out of somewhere. <laughs> no. It's Gavna! Maybe. And then you walk by and they go, Gavna! <laughs> and that's how they scare you. They yell. Spot a T, Gavna! <laughs> and then someone else is like, hey, I'm just sitting here at the table, but I've got like a Victorian stuff on and uh, a mechanical glasses. And they go, what are you doing, Gavna? <laughs> Gavna! Get away from here. You don't want to go in there, Gavna! Dude, that's probably exactly how it was. Oh. I just have a hard time thinking that Patrick from Scream Queens could stay quiet that long. Yeah. But let's let's uh, finish up this voicemail. He's <laughs> a rowdy lad. I'm gonna give he some is. spoilers, but for some reason, I ended up getting like the champagne room treatment at this place, and um, I got usually the, with most people they would be broken down into groups of three or four, but for some reason. At the start, they, like, separated me, and I got taken um, aside by their two houses, and I was, they asked me to do things that guys would probably pay a lot of, I think guys pay a lot of money to get to do this, like, one of them had me, she made me brush her, brush her hair, you know, shook me in this little closet where there were these dolls, and she asked what doll I liked, and she asked me to help brush her hair, and um, I was pretty creeped out, but... I mean, guys pay, like, money for that, right? Just to have a full like, clothes on and just, like, brush her hair. And then um, the other Alice took me into um, the insane asylum shower room. Again, fully clothed, but she did, like, a little dance. And there was a bucket of water, and she, like, came over to me and, like, washed, washed my hands. And um, What the hell? Yeah, this is, so, like, weirdo. It was pretty freaky. And um, you have to. I don't know. Say, I thought I would be creeped out or scared, or there times. would be like a session nine vibe there. But instead, it was mostly um, 
more of like a really voyeuristic kind of everybody had their clothes on but There's it was a very be. naughty ballet and I got taken into the very naughty ballet naughty ballet champagne rooms by myself champagne naughty um, ballet it's a good and, yeah so I would like do to you do like that the way again. I spin and I would recommend that to have another um, cup of wine you peg bastard um, <laughs> See what else? I've also started the audiobook of The Exorcist. Oh yes! Um, since um, both Mike and Shane were all excited about it, yeah, we're here, baby. And it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Um, in part for like nostalgia reasons, because I grew up in D.C. And, all right, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's like a historic neighborhood, so some of the streets like haven't changed. Yeah, she said at she was going to put a picture and of then, the um, creepy stairs. Take some pictures for us. Yes, it does. You know, and it just sort of took me back to like the yeah, do that. We get she used to do squats the suburbs, at the top of it. And I said, we were going there video to like, of that. for pizza or whatever. Lauren doing squats at the top of the. And then I don't know if I can handle all these squats up there. I made it. I promise to Shane that at some point in the next couple weeks, I'm gonna go and at least snap some pictures by the Exorcist stairs. And, um, yes. <laughs> Give it I don't to know. us. We I need used that. To, when I used to um, be on like a rowing team, we used to have to run you, up and down three times. Can I pause, it? Like, can I pause it real I'm quick? Tell, I'm telling her story. Before she's she's in a rowing team? She was on I thought team. only rich people did shit like rowing. She, Lauren, are you rich? used to do squats at the top squats of the Squats and rowing? You are. And I told her I would like to see a video of her doing squats on the Exorcist stairs. We, you know what, Lauren? Please, she said I'm, I'm she might a break a ankle because they're not in good shape. Well, do me a favor, Lauren. Take some pictures of that. I would love to see what kind of shape they're in right now. Yeah. You know, if you don't do it, I'm not going to be. You know, I'm I'm going to understand. We'll be kind of mad. Be, but uh, not. No, we're not going to be kind of mad because shit. I have five videos that I'm supposed to make yeah. that I haven't made yet. Yeah, you do. But the thing is, is that would be awesome to see those stairs, man, and yeah. what kind of shape they're in now. I'm, I'm sorry to pause you squats at the top and the bottom of the stairs <laughs> but i don't want to do that right now especially why um, not after been having been like broken recently but right, with the um yeah, that's good exercise for get some friends out there to take some pictures with me do it please you know top of the stairs bottom of the stairs and uh yeah so the book's good it's also um kind of weird and a little uncomfortable because, um, yeah, it's very much like, oh my god, puberty and right, the right. young girls P- getting puberty. their period and yes. all this squeamishness about I don't that. Have a daughter but, um, around that age, which is weird. Um, whatever, it was written in the seventies, and William Peter Blatty, like he went to G Town. Um, yep. There weren't too. I think how many women were in the undergrad at that time. Anyway, it's it's like just like watching that in that context is cool, um, or listening to it in that context. Um, the sort of fear of female sexuality, yeah, is like whatever. It's really scary um, to me. And uh, meh. I was going to say something else, but I forget what it was. It happens. And uh, oh yeah, I really enjoyed your show last week. Well, thank you, lady. And. Um, Todd has published the first episode of Death Rattle Podcast. Ooh, so we're waiting for the thumbs up from him um, to post it on our Death Rattle page. Nice. It's post it on the Corpse Cast. Nerdy podcast um, so far. But anyway, <laughs> um, 
I have I my really monocle and ascot ready. And I actually had a good time at the on the um, Skype Netflix party. Shane was right. I was like, I was getting stressed out by the technical aspects at the beginning, but like once we got through the press play, I, I, didn't, I didn't actually watch the movie either. I just had a good time. It's like so, Footloose. Just lay back you, and enjoy uh, it. Let indeed. the dance party happen. to the episode coming up, and uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. Well, thank you very much, lady. Laura. That's great. Yes. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, Troy called in from the S to the L to the C. Say. Hey, what's going on, Mike and Shane? This is Troy from I'm the SLC. And uh, calling back for another. Uh, I like to hear from him. That's good. You know, I met this guy in real life. It's nice. All that fun stuff. Um, anyway, uh, <clears throat> what do I want to start off with? Is that uh, EVO? Um, <laughs> I'm a big loudness fan. Oh yeah, and, yeah uh, okay. It's kind of funny. Back in '87, when you mentioned you guys mentioned all the big band, hair bands and metal was pretty pretty uh, heavy, and a lot of music was coming out like in heavy saturations, like every Tuesday, every week. And <laughs> um, a buddy of mine back then, uh, we'd buy um, cassette tapes, you know. Of from, course, you uh, had to. You know, the hell is that place called? I can't even remember from Starbound Records. Starbound Records. And, uh, West uh, Valley, Utah. Yeah, well, nice. Other place, I can't even remember. But anyway, we'd buy like ass loads of music on payday. And <laughs> it's kind of funny is that uh, I remember that EZO, um, when a friend of mine, he bought that and uh, we jammed it in my car. And, and I'm like, this is like loudness. You know, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I thought it was loudness. And then he said, no, it's EZO. And, and uh, I thought that was kind of a weird cover, and they were all like Motley Crue, Japanese Motley Crue, and, <laughs> and uh, you know that's why I thought, oh, that's not too bad. But I only liked about a few songs off of that, really. You know, I think Loudness had more of the upper crunch, and you know, stand, oh, yeah. you know, they had more you know, heavy balls, power punch. You know, I'm not, I've never heard Loudness, and, I don't uh, think. So I kind of just stayed with them, and. Uh, Anyway, with the Cradle of Filth, the pornography, that was a pretty good album, actually. I think that's pretty good for, for one of theirs, uh, but it is polished for for uh, some of the earlier stuff, more dark. In my opinion, nothing wrong with that, man. Um, yeah. I've kind of grown distant from Cradle of Filth. I've been kind of like, mm, it's like the same old potato chips, you know, <laughs> like you just kind of like eat. Tired of ways. You'll like it. You Gotta know, dip them in like, ranch. I want something different. <laughs> you know, maybe one day they'll blow our minds with something, you know, different. But they kind of stay on the same wavelength of uh, um, their style of music, you know. So, I don't know. I think they're just kind of like falling off the page for me for, hmm. for as far as being a fan. But I uh, still like them. But, uh, um, so, with some of the questions of the previous episodes, um, you had a thing about um, the belief system and, the, you know, what comes in between, you know, reality and and fantasy of, of uh, with horror movies. Yeah, you got to believe in horror it. Horror movies for me is actually like an escapism or just any, you know, movies in general or like to have something to where I want to get away from right. it, or even reading a book about it, stuff like that, that makes it to where I get away from the shitbag world we live in, you know. <laughs> but anyway, I do have kind of on the fence with, with, with UFOs and, and spirit activity, but 
you know, I'm kind of like with Shane. I want to see the, you know, the 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 app, you know, the somebody throw something or go boo, you know, and jump out at you, you know, and oh, yeah. actually see it. Um, but there's a lot of um, kind of like, you know, I'm kind of in the middle with uh, some of the paranormal ghost hunting. I kind of like it, but then, you know, just for the, the thrill high of it, you sure. know, like, wow, that's kind of cool. But a lot of them don't have anything that really, you know, shakes the whole, you know, foundation to like showing there's really actual proof with the ghost. Thing. Right. Uh, UFOs, I think there's actually, that could possibly be, because I saw something that was in the sky that was kind of like questionable years back and was like, that's kind of odd. Um, I've had some weird spiritual things too, but, you know, I'm not on Robitus and I haven't been drinking. <laughs> I did see something that was kind of scary, you know, kind of like a lucid dreaming maybe. Um, but, uh, you know, that's up to anybody else might have the same thing, you know, where you just kind of question it. Um, but anyway, I like horror movies just to get away. I don't believe there's vampires. I agree with you. I'm there, baby. You know, you know, things like that. But I do believe that the reality point of it is that, yes, there are some nut, nut cakes out there that actually can, you know, where you're in that one point where you actually watch something like maybe Hannibal, you know, or Texas Chainsaw, you know, some just freaks, you know, yeah. but just the freak point of it all where you're like, what the hell, you know? I mean, I've worked with the public, you know, for like eight years, and believe me, people can get nasty, oh, yeah. get freaky, you know, where you're just like, these people are nuts. Yeah. You know, yep. being from Salt Lake and all, I rest my case. Is everybody nice here? Um, anyway, <laughs> another question you had was uh, movies that you're excited to see, stuff like that. I uh, I can't really narrow it down to, to really one particular one um, because lately there's been a lot of shit, you know, oh, yeah. but uh, um, there's Comes been in cycles. maybe sure. I can say like two to three theatrical releases that are in a year, every year that can be like really great, you know, like those are my top three for the year. And the rest are all either average or just crap. Right. But I do remember uh, years ago with the Friday the 13th and the Nightmare on Elm Street, that, <laughs> you know, every couple of years it seemed like it would come out, we'd be all excited to see that. Oh, that. Man, I wish I was a little <laughs> older for those, man. And anyway, oh, yeah. um, the, the latest one was Sinister. Yeah, oh, yeah. The next one I'm really excited about to see is the Silent Hill. Uh, yeah, coming out the 26th. And, uh, I am there. It looks January. pretty cool. Looks pretty Absolutely. Intense. But otherwise, it's just too many to mention and kind of narrow it down. Anyway, uh, um, last episode, Love the Die, Monster Die, Shane. Duh. Love that music. Love you Got for to get me. Got to get new CDs of that. <laughs> Can't find you. any. Help me out. That's what I'm asking. Beautiful. Anyway, about the movie Prince of Darkness. And I seen that back in the day in the theater, getting myself up being an old, old fogey with the rest of the <laughs> Oh, guys. yeah, he's old as hell. I saw that and I hated that movie. Whoa! I don't get this. This is weak. You oh. Know? Like, we're excited about seeing that also. And he saw it in the like, theater, though. That's, yeah, that's old. That's, that's not a theater by, for a long you know, like, like, Oh, okay. I don't know. You, know, you kind of get it. And you might need to pause it a couple times. And, uh, you know, it would actually be to where it's 
is pretty decent. That's all I can say about that. But anyway, um, that narrows it down to everything. Let's call back on some other topics and uh, keep you, keep your heads up high and keep rocking and keep along hard and, and uh, long and hard. Wow, we'll do. That's my creator brother right there. Listen, I'm just glad we got we got some people from the S to the L to the C calling in, man. Dude, now we got we got what what what. That's my creator brother. He he is, man. We were we fought the party you're, and we took it back. We took back the the mosh. You realize every time you talk about creator, you make me think, man, why didn't I go to creator? Why didn't oh. I go to creator? Man, that hurts my that hurts my insides. Cause I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> I felt like a young man again. Well, you know what? I'm glad. Did you come home? Were you sore when you came home? Not at all. Really, dude? I was I was in flames. Maybe you like, were a young man again. <laughs> Well, that's great, dude. I might even fought somebody at that gig, man. Wow. I, I, might, I may have. What? You forgot how old you are, son. Just like, don't F with me tonight, baby. <laughs> get me in the pit, dude. If we want to talk some business, get me in the pit. We'll, we'll settle all our differences in the yeah, pit. dude. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have a triumvirate of Wolfman calls to finish uh, off the voicemails. Trilogy. A trilogy of Wolfman calls. Oh. The only thing I can say is we need to get into this right now. Okay, yes. Good evening, Corpsecasters. This Yo. is the Wolfman here calling in for the third time this week. Uh, I got so, to be maybe fair, those first order. two were during recording of the last show. So yes. That's fine. Yeah, we'll split them between the two shows, I guess, or something. <laughs> Anyways, this time I'm actually calling in about the show you put out late. On the last, and that was a hell of a good episode. And well, thank frankly, you, sir. it probably helps that you know I'm kind of fond of the band and yeah. the movie. <laughs> he was another Man, I uh, love that one missionary for the cause. Uh, nice. You guys said about all there is to say about the album, though it does have some of my favorite songs on it from Die Monster Die. Uh, I still like Leica, though. Like the yeah, space dog, dog, that one remains one of my favorite, yeah. and that one that was too. on a different album. But fall to your knees, October slowly dying, and all those other ones. It, the list goes on, so I won't go too much onto that. But the movie Prince of Darkness, this one, mm-hmm. folks are beginning to recognize how underrated it is, and that's a good right. Thing. It is, and that's true. Because this film, in my opinion, Carpenter married Lovecraft and Christian mythology brilliantly in this one. You smart, Wolfman. And, of course, there's the whole scene with the, uh, I have a message for you that I just can't do justice. Right, 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 right. Um, Question of the episode. Any Halloween traditions? Well, beyond the uh, making up the cauldron of Virgin Mary for the folks at the work buffet, um, not too many I can think of at the moment. Uh, Who knows, maybe I'll call in and make it number four for the week if I get to come up with anything. I love Um, him so much, man. Oh, one other thing. When you mentioned that uh, at least unofficially Donald Pleasance's character in Prince of Darkness is Father Loomis. Yes. That 
just kind of amused me no end. It made me love the movie even more. Absolutely, because yeah. You, you think about it, and you have Sam Loomis, yep. the original from yep. Psycho, whose girlfriend, whose mistress gets herself uh, stabbed, cut up in the shower. Yep. Shit. Then yep. you have Dr. Sam Loomis, who sometime later encounters Michael Myers in the it's asylum and learns about the existence of pure evil and not just screwed up in the head folks like Norman Bates. Yep. And so he goes off to become a priest and he ends up getting stationed at the church that holds Satan. Oh my goodness. Some people just have all the luck, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'll let you get going. Looking forward to the next show and have a good weekend. Wolfman, I love you so much. I'll talk to you later. Give us some more. Sorry to kill you off, but Wolfman, listen, these are two voicemails that came in while we were recording last week, so we're going to go ahead and play those. Right. I I hope that he's going to give us some business about Sinister. Hi, guys. Thank you. It's the Wolfman again. We love you, Wolfie. got out of seeing Sinister. Ah. Okay. (laughs) Oh, dear. He's laughing. Um, He's giggling. That movie's damned good. Wow! It, I didn't realize how good it was until I left the theater, stepped outside, and saw this kid standing there with long, dark hair just sort of staring at the entrance where I'd just come out. Ooh, he wanted you. For a moment, and I asked myself if I really want to go walk past the kid or if I want to turn around, go Ooh, back into the theater, that's and come out the primary message. entrance instead of the one at the end of the hall. That's a hidden message. Yes, it is. This doesn't happen to me. I haven't seen Sinister yet. I gotta see it. I gotta see it. The door's locked light on. Really? Wolfie? This might be a PG-13 film. I could understand why. I could understand why it might not be. It's scary as balls. I thought it was R. It is R. It's damned good, if you ask me. (laughs) Really? I gotta see it. Uh, sort of an occult murder mystery, but, well, the ending, it, like I said, it's a bit of a mystery, so I'm not going to give it away since you actually can figure it out if you think about it a bit. Oh, oh dude, I gotta see this Let's play. just say that the occult is involved, and the, this film makes Super 8 films... Let's just put it this way. I'm glad I don't know the threat of film projector, and I don't think I'm ever going to find out how. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, I'll let you guys get going, and Dude, I'll go try and get home. And that is a wolfie without words. That's right. He was like, what? That dumbfounded. It, it, go, that, it. We got one more wolfie. Should we get right into it? Dreisen. Hi, guys. This here's the Wolfman again. I know, third time, though you're probably recording by now, so this will be heard next week. I wanted to apologize for that last voicemail and maybe try to recover some of my dignity. (laughs) You see, I've had some time to process now, and it wasn't just the movie, though the movie was still damn good. I'm not taking that away from it. It wasn't just the movie or even mostly that that had me freaked out, though. I Mm. think I might as well tell you guys the story, because if anyone's going to appreciate it, it'll probably be you. Absolutely. You see, the theater I went to is kind of out in the boonies of town a little bit, on the outskirts near the country. 
And it's not the best lit at night, especially oh. out towards the ends of the extreme wings, where, of course, they happen to pull sinister. <laughs> right. What's, so basically, just to give you an idea want. of the lay of sure. the land, you step out, there's a sidewalk with some lighting, some grass with very little lighting, nice. a tree with very, very little lighting, then and then a road with no lighting before you get to the dimly lit parking lot full of empty vehicles that nothing could possibly happen in there that's bad at all. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> but, well, I step out of the theater, the doors close behind me. Now, of course, there. these are theater secondary exit doors, right. so they don't open from the outside. And there's this kid standing under yeah. the tree with the very, yeah. very little light. He looked kind of like a slightly pudgier version of a couple of the kids in the movie, and was just sort of looking down with his bull emo haircut draped drip, over his face. Oh, yeah. And his face was lit from the bottom. Oh, yeah. like the no, flashlight of the campfire, man. Yeah. It, now, of course, it turns out he was just futzing with his damned iPod, but I didn't know that at the time. Right. And That's I swear, scary. I step out, and That's there he is, standing still as a statue. Your not mind is in that mode. Yes. And it's, it's like the scene in some movie where you just expect the kid to slowly look up and the black gaping, bleeding holes where his eyes oh, are going to be or something. Well, you know, that's a movie, man. That's what the movie does to you. It was you, a little man. upsetting at the time, especially <laughs> since I'd just gotten out of the film. Absolutely. And I can already see that my family is trying to restrain themselves from laughing out loud where it can be overheard <laughs> on the cell phone, so I'll talk to you guys later and Awesome. Looking oh, forward dude. to the next show, and I hope that I've appeased you. i got to see this you. movie, man. i yeah. got to go out and see it. So, man... Uh, I've heard some mixed reviews on it, but oh, I take Wolfie's good. word. I've heard mostly good about it, actually. So I've heard mostly good, but I've heard some... Oh, my neighbors. And oh, the Krug... There's, there's the haters. Listen. The Krug and Wolfie... That's good enough for me, baby. It's good enough for me. All right, so let's answer this question of the episode for ourselves. All right, man, so uh, why don't you uh, lay upon us your Halloween tradition? Let me tell you about one. And you know what? I thought about this long and hard. Okay, cool. And I didn't think I had any traditions. Well, okay. But then I realized I do. Okay. Me and my boy, we do the jack-o'-lanterns. Sure. But I always collect those seeds. Ooh. And I butter them and salt them and bake them. And oh, those nice, are the dude. tastiest oh, without a thing doubt. Without you've a doubt. ever had in the sure. world, dude. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's that's kind of, you know, besides the fact that every Halloween for the last 12 years, I've played a rock and roll show. Oh, don't bring that up because we're not doing that this year. And that makes me a little bit sad. But yeah, we do the, we do the jack-o'-lanterns. Sure. And I literally... That part is the most important to me. Sure. Cutting the face means nothing. Right. Grabbing all the seeds to bake them and put them in butter and salt that, them. I'm going to do that this year, man. Dude, I am telling you, they are delicious. Because I've you actually bought like uh pumpkin them, seeds. I put I bought pumpkin seeds like in a bag at the, Yeah. But I've never done it myself. I'm going to bake them for about 15 minutes. I'm going to see what Ember has to say them, about that. I bet we could do that. Salt them. Bake them. Oh my God, man. You can eat the shell. I mean, you could just crunch the shell. 
Because I'm always going, Just hey, son. Man. Now, save the seeds. Sure. But I didn't even realize that I had like a tradition until I was thinking about it. And I went, you are traditional, man. Man. I love those seeds. So, but that's a pretty good tradition, man. What's I mean, yours? the thing is, is you and your son. Okay, let me let me just say that's a per, that's some of your sons gonna remember forever. Well, yeah. My tradition is basically we don't do a lot of stuff exactly on Halloween because basically, I mean, I take them trick or treating, and then you know they go to a uh, Halloween party every every year. My my parents have, or sorry, my wife's parents have a Halloween party they go to, and I don't go to it because uh, they they Be- whack just because they whack. Okay. They're, they're whack. They, they whack. Okay. But, I got so you. I usually go home and usually go to a die monster die show or something like that. Yes. But we're not bringing that up. No. We're not bringing that up this year. But this weekend, dude, tomorrow night, every year we do this and we've done this for the last, oh, it's only been two or three years, but it's been something fun to do. I texted you about this, but you never got back to me about it. What? There's a zombie walk in Ogden, Utah. Oh yeah! On Saturday night, that me and my daughter, we're gonna go dress up for it, and we're gonna go walk around like zombies, dude. Oh yeah! You know, and it's you know, it's funny because it's like, yeah, my my kids are still young. My daughter uh, is uh, nine years old. Yeah. So I mean, she's still pretty young, but we go up, and you know, we'll 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 get all dressed up and just do this zombie walk. It's so much fun. You know, and it's funny how like how much of a tradition that's become over the last three, two or three years. Yeah. You know? And you, and you know, the thing about that too what? is that I like the idea of them doing zombie walks in October. Yes. Not instead April. Of, instead of August, not, is, which yeah, is not, the big not, one. Yeah. Dude, you should come with us tomorrow night. I, I, no pressure. No pressure here. Yeah. But maybe. Okay, whatever. We'll see. All I'm saying is, is that we're going to go up tomorrow night. We're going to go up. We're going to have my wife do it. We always go buy like the latex oh, skin yeah. and stuff. And we, we, we. Well, the picture I saw of you, you weren't all that latexed up. Well, no, it was, it was, there was some latex. Okay. A there was some. Bit. And then there was some, like, like the gray. Wasn't that impressive. I'm sorry. It wasn't dude. Fulci impressive. Well, of course it wasn't Fulci impressive. Dude, if it was Fulci impressive, my wife like would be making millions of yeah. bucks. Doing, making Fulci movies, okay? True all right. That, true all I'm that. saying is tomorrow night we're going to go up. We're going to get all made up. We're going to go up to Ogden. We're going to drive up to Ogden in full, like, zombie makeup. We're going to go do that zombie walk. And thing. what's the other boys doing? They are too scared of it so oh, far. They, oh, they're <laughs> but, too but young the, to go, oh, man. This. Yeah, and that's usually the, the, in Ogden, Utah, they do the, the zombie walk in the October, so we do that. But um, we, that kind of brings me on to the next uh, question of the episode, actually. Ooh, okay. This is kind of a cop-out uh, um, be, right. because it's like... I I think that this will bring us some good discussion points next week when okay. we talk about this and we're doing our quote unquote Halloween episode. Yes. But I want to know what movies and what music you guys listen to around Halloween time. What is your Halloween time viewing? What what movie do you watch that totally in that twenty four hour period? Like it's gearing up. It's well, Halloween. no, not not necessarily, but but I mean that that puts you in the Halloween mood. I figure this is a good one because we're going to be talking about a couple of things that we already know are going to hey, be awesome. And no cop outs with. Oh, of course I listen to Die Monster Die. That's <laughs> copping out. Uh, you know that's. I love you. Thank sure, you. Sure. Sure. Come on, give um, us the real deal. What the movies, movies and music? music. 
do you listen to to get in the get in the Halloween mood, man? And that's oh, I and love that's a, that. well. The thing is, it's kind of a cheap one because we kind of did that for a lot. What are your some of your traditions? But the thing is, is I want to talk about some. It's going to be the twenty sixth. Next time I'm over here, it's going to be October twenty sixth. I can't believe how fast it's already come. Yeah, we're going to be saying what movies put you in that Halloween mode. Usually, I mean, I mean, like I said, so like the next episode will yes. be out around Halloween. Well, it will be the twenty sixth, which we record. It'll probably be out the 27th or 28th. 28th. So, yeah, yeah I want to talk some Halloween movies, man. Yes. So, call it in, 206-339-2730. 206-339-2730. Call in with the movies and the music that most puts you in the mood for Halloween. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Well, I think it's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be a Halloween extravaganza next week. So I'm I'm totally stoked for it. I'm in the Halloween mood. It's a little bit this warmer than I like Halloween. at this point. Exactly, dude. So there you go. Yeah. That's, that's what we got. Um, but as far as this episode is concerned, we still have some Marilyn Manson to talk about. Yeah, and we do. some uh, City hours. of the... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, City of the Living Dead was for the uh, good old uh, uh, zombie TV. We're talking about visiting hours on this Mm -hmm. audio episode. So why don't we go ahead and let's play one minute of Marilyn Manson. Excellent.
MarylineManson.com is where you can find this young, tall soldier, stranger, creepy guy, or the band. Sure. Absolutely. Well, isn't it the same thing? I guess. Let me ask you. It seems more to me that it's about him as opposed to the band. Sure. I just saw this guy, man. I just saw Marilyn Manson. How was that for you? I don't remember much about it. It was okay. Well, you had those lawn seats. Yeah, we had the, the faraway lawn seats. So it, you didn't see it was his far away ass cheeks. I didn't anything, see any ass cheeks. Saying. You know, it's funny because I did see a couple of like uh, cool image, uh, like images that were going on up there. There's a lot of pyrotechnics and shit, but I feel like uh, I still feel like I haven't really seen him. Yeah. You know. Okay. Anyway. Well, you might have to. You know. If he comes I, I, again, I'll go see him again. Maybe I'll uh, even spring for something other than the free tickets. Yeah, you know, get down there where it's close, where you can see some, you know, negligees. And... <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Um, Antichrist Superstar is what we're talking about here, kids. 77 minutes, 26 seconds long. There's 16 tracks. The CD included a hidden track entitled Track 99, if you had the CD. Indeed. Yeah. Um. Marilyn Manson is an American shock rock band formed in Florida in 1989 by Brian Schlotzowitz Warner, <laughs> a.k.a. Marilyn Manson. Really? Florida? Okay. And initially called the band Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids shortly before the release of the uh, their first full-length album. Then they got rid of that Spooky Kids thing, right, 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 and right. they became Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Are you irritated by the fact that I call him Marilyn Manson? Not or, or, at all. Okay. Not at all, dude. Marilyn Manson is known for his over-top, over-the-top stage show, makeup, horror theme, and anti-Christian stance on their music. Sure. Antichrist Superstar is the second full-length album released in October 1996. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you trying to... Because t- I know that they had... Uh... 
Are you trying to... Because they, I thought they had two albums before this. One the, was they uh, had American they, Portrait, and then one before that... Portrait oh, no, 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 of the, American Family is right. their first full length. And then they had one that was smells not... Smells Like Children? Smelled like, smells Like Children was something that was more of a... There was like oh. three versions of that song from the Eurythmics on it. I did so not it's know not, okay. it's, it's not All a right. full length album. Right, this okay. is the second. Michael! Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Pay sorry, attention. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Act like you know. Inhale, <laughs> exhale with my flow. Antichrist Superstar is the second full-length album released in October 1996. It is a rock opera. Now, this is important for you to listen to, Michael. Okay, I'm hearing. It's Hear a it is a rock opera concept album. Yes, indeed. And is the first in a trilogy of albums. Okay. The second was Mechanical Animals. Okay. And the third was Holy Wood. What were some of the tunes off those that were big hits? Uh, what was Don't that one like about? Don't the drugs, Don't but the drugs like me. me. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty good tune. Okay. I couldn't tell you anything else, though. Okay. You already called that one out. Sure. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the members of the band for a minute. Okay. Do you mind? Please do. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Zim Zum is live guitar for this album. Zimzum. What about Twiggy? We'll get there. Michael, oh, 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 oh. we'll get there. Is he not guitar? Is he bass? Quit laying out your bone before the bone sorry. gets there. Sorry, you know, sorry, you're sorry, like, sorry. The, you want to ejaculate all over it before it's even I time. do indeed. I do. I do. Ginger Fish, live drums and programming. Okay. Madonna Wayne Gacy, all keyboards and looping and samples. Okay. Twiggy Ramirez. Lead and rhythm guitar, acoustic guitar, and bass oh, guitar. Okay. Daisy Berkowitz, lead and rhythm guitar. Marilyn Manson, all voices, oh. guitar, and pan flute. <laughs> you don't say, dude. The pan flute. How about that? Okay. Didn't Mr. Can Thomas- he do a good Chuck Mangione? That's what I... I don't care about your pan flute. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, you know, first, let me say this. I've got to bring this out. Okay. Johnny, the Krug Krugster sure. from the Kruger Nation, mm-hmm. he brought up, why are you guys not talking about Portrait of American Family? Oh, okay. Their first album. Okay. It is a great album. Yes, it is. Okay. The reason why I wanted to pick this one is this was his... This was where he was at the volcano top. Okay. This is where he was a household name. Sure. Okay. The first album, everyone started going, have you heard about this dude? This weirdo? Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't it's make a good it album. Weird. Yes, it okay. is. Okay. But this was the, he's all over MTV. Sure. He's on the awards. He's sure. on the this and that. Okay. Who's this guy? Creepy. Not, 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 <laughs> not. Um, what did you think about it? All right. Um, okay. So. Can I can I go into a little bit of a story here? Yeah. All right. Um confession time as it were. Okay. Okay. Um I had some uh I've heard some of it. I'd heard some of his tunes and I and I've heard a lot of his tunes up to this point. Uh you know with the radio and all. I'd like the beautiful people and the sweet dreams and and stuff like that. But I never gave it a real chance uh, because the problem is, is this came out in 1996. Let's just say without giving out too many details, I was in a place where I wasn't really getting into a lot of new music. 
Sure. Know? Okay. And in in the, in of course this came out in that in that point of time. By the time I really got into him, I started seeing like uh, the Maury Povich show about how oh all these weird looking kids love the Marilyn Manson. Same like with uh you know Geraldo Rivera. Exactly. And they were and they were all over the things. And I would watch this and think, oh my gosh, what a bunch of pathetic losers. Sorry, I'm just teasing. But I would just be like, oh wow, okay, so this is the type of person that listens to Marilyn Manson. I've heard a couple other songs. It's actually kind of poppy. So this kind of seems a little bit silly to me. Okay, so, and, and that's kind of what I was going through. But, as, you know, uh, as I'm listening to it, this, for this episode, uh, well, well, first of all, let me, let me, let me continue. I saw videos for like the beautiful people and oh, yeah. kid and stuff. And man, I'll tell you what, the first time I saw those videos, they blew my mind. That's what makes you a household name. Absolutely. Well, and the thing is, because is, you're going, who is this dude? Even, we haven't had one of those since like, Alice Cooper. Sure. Absolutely. I enjoy those people. Okay. I like artists that do that where it's like, oh my God. Do you remember the first time you ever saw the Beautiful People video? Uh, I can tell you exactly where I was. I won't, but I can tell you exactly where I was when I saw that for the first time. It was in Pueblo, Colorado. And I'm sitting there watching it with some friends going, what in the shit? Yeah. Now, let me also tell you something that to this day, he, he made such a splash with that video that my wife, anytime like in a, in a, in a horror movie or whatever, you get that fast shaking face. Or oh whatever, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, Oh, I hate that Marilyn Manson shaky face. It scares me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, I don't know if he invented that, but he made that. He, he brought that out to the, I agree the with big that. popular, everybody yeah. sees it. So basically here I am. It's about 1997. I'm coming home, you know, I'm, I'm coming back to Utah and I'm, you know, meeting my wife and stuff like that. And I'm seeing all these, uh, these Marilyn Manson fans on these Maury Povich on the Geraldo yeah. Rivera show. And I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, this is fairly bizarre i don't know if i want to be counted as one of these guys fans yeah because if this if this is what their fans are i don't want anything to do with them because they kind of they they're, they're just kind of pathetic now i don't mean that to be a douchebag okay but sure. you have to admit that the people who they found for those talk oh shows absolutely were ridiculous oh yeah even back in the uh jerry springer days when they'd have like real real freak nuts like Chad allen and Absolutely. Gore on there, you know, they found these little toot nuts and are like, what? <laughs> Gigi Allen just sure is shit on your face. Exactly. And go, I, 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 you know, are they giving me beer and 30 bucks to be on the show? Right, I'll be right, there. Right. You know? And I agree, but the th- the thing is, and and again, we're still doing we're we're still in confession time. Sure, this is the first time I've actually sat down and listened to a full album of Marilyn Manson. Okay, the beautiful people. Yeah. Listen, let me tell you something about. Like I said, the first time I ever saw that video, I remember thinking to myself, "This guy, first of all, is creepy, but second of all, this guy's got the sound." Unlike anybody who I've ever heard before, you know, and, but the thing is, I kind of just dropped it because I had to drop it and I got back and I'm like, oh, you know, this is, this is kind of what he's become. But, um, other than the radio versions of the Marilyn Manson tunes, I've never really gotten into them, but I was very surprised when it came to this album. Um, I've heard that this album isn't his best, uh, probably from Johnny Kruger yeah. or whatever. I mean, regardless of what album we choose on here for the, you know, the show, it's I like would agree with that. I mean, else. 
Portrait of American Family. His first album, I would say, is his best album. Okay, you know, and I don't even know. I've never even listened to that. But as I'm listening to this, I really liked his his distorted scream, his bark. Um, but I think the biggest thing about this album, as I was listening to it and I enjoyed it, but it seems like a lot of thought went into this album. I went to his wiki page yeah. specifically about this album, and I was I was like, uh, okay, so you know. Let's see what's behind this album. Let's see what's you know what in what what went into it because it seems like there's a lot that that did, um, and I was right. Uh, he's basically making a statement that transcends kind of the music. Okay. Well, absolutely. It's Be- called Antichrist Superstar. Sure. So you're talking about Jesus Christ Superstar. Well, it's a riff off that, of course. Yeah. But the thing is, it's even more than that. It's like, um, uh, you know, he, t- he had a lot of stuff about, uh, social Darwinism, you uh-huh. know, uh, uh, also, you know, basically, like you said, it's, it's a rock opera. Uh, the protagonist being the worm is attempting to become one of the elite folks. Right. You know, in, in this whole social Darwinism structure. And it, you know, it's kind of an interesting story that transcends this whole album. Listen, there's a bunch of songs on this album that I loved, but the ones that I didn't love, I feel like still had a place on this album because of the fact that he's trying to tell the story. It's like you said, it's 77 minutes long. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I don't know if it had to be 77 minutes long. There was some songs on this that weren't great. See, but, and I'm right with you there. Okay. But, but I think it's interesting that you said that had to be on the album. Because That's he's telling his story. Yeah. And the thing is, is with every song, I mean, you go to, I mean, I just went to the Wikipedia and I'm like, okay, well, why is this song on it? It's not bad, but it just seems like a little bit of filler. But there is a portion of the story that he's telling on each song. Right. And, you know, and that's one of the things that really kind of, uh, you know, as I'm listening to this really made it more interesting to me. I mean, I bought what he's going for. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with the story that he's telling or the political statement or quote unquote social statement that he's making, but it's very intriguing conceptually, you know? Yeah. 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 And and so, and so, you know, as I'm listening to this, I'm thinking that I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and, and not really be, so harsh on some of these other, some of these lower class songs. Sure. And I'm just going to enjoy it because it's a whole thing, you know? See, and that's kind of where I was at with it. Like you were talking about is, you know, I think this album could have been cut down. Absolutely. Still could have been a great anti-Christ superstar album at 10 or 12 tracks. But it had 17, including the hidden track. Right. I just, uh, you know, it's it's heavy, it's pounding. Uh, I mean, I I I love the album. I haven't listened to it in like ten years. Well, it's, so it was enjoyable to listen to, but sure. there was some of that stuff that was just like, you know, I don't know if it even needs to be there. I don't see. I I, I understand the the ups, the downs, the lows, mm-hmm. the highs, the 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 aggression, the sure. you know the the mellow. But there was some of that stuff that I was just kind of going. Eh. I honestly think that if it wasn't if he wasn't trying to tell a story with this, that he wouldn't have put those songs on. I now mean, I gonna... I've always thought, even though I didn't know. Mm-hmm. That this was going to be a concept album. When you listen to it, you go, this is obviously a story. Absolutely. I did not know that the two albums he put out after that was going to be parts of 
Well, not only that, but the two albums he put after, he, he basically put out the story, but put it in reverse order. Meaning the two albums from this one was the beginning of the story. The prequel. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, the prequel. Which and the is, prequel. you know, and I don't, I mean, in it, it, I don't know if I'm being a dumbass or what, but the thing is, is in my opinion, that's, that's freaking pretty smart. I mean, not maybe not smart, but that's a pretty great idea. Yeah. In my opinion, you know, because I mean, if you think about just that concept, the thing, you know, you know, we talked about backmasking and stuff like that in earlier episodes. It's like he told the story backwards because in the backwards messages of, of, of like the Judas priest or whatever you talk about, you know, they're the satanic messages. So he's telling it backwards. And I'm wondering if he's trying to emulate that type of, uh, you know, the, the, the type of back masking stuff that was so popular. In and the that's pretty cool. I, I totally agree, man. The only problem that I have with that kind of an idea. Okay. Is that Marilyn Manson didn't write hardly Jack. Oh, is that right? This album. Is that right? It's all Trent Reznor, it's all Twiggy Ramirez, it's all David Berkowitz. Okay. I- Marilyn Ma- and I'm going, okay, Marilyn Manson is the dude on the scene. He's the big right. star. Right, right, right. He's the, he's the idea guy. But when it comes down to the music, the majority of all of this shit is written by Trent Reznor and the bass player, Twiggy. Okay. And I'm going... Where's your other than you've got a, a creepier look than everybody sure. else? In in his look, where is does great. your yeah? Where where does your you know? You've conceptualized something that somebody else is writing sure. for you, and I think when this all started out, I think Trent Reznor. Honestly, I think Trent Reznor saw this band at mm-hmm. a, at a bar mm-hmm. or something and went, "I think I can do something with them." Sure. Because everything is on Nothing Records, which is Trent right. Reznor's uh-huh. label. Of course. And Trent Reznor has a hell of a lot to do with every fucking song on it. Listen, even if that's the case, even if Trent Reznor is the, is the guy running the show, quote unquote, you know, the thing is, is this still tells, a, in my opinion, tells a very compelling story. Sure. You but know? is it Marilyn Manson's I, story? That I don't know. But really, does that mean, it, let's say Trent Reznor was behind everything. Let, let's hypothetically, let's okay. say Trent Reznor was behind everything. Does it matter that this album, that, that you know, does it matter that that's what came out, that the, 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 the genius behind it was Trent Reznor instead of Marilyn Manson? In fact, I don't. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't care about throughout that. history. That's been shown. You know, you've sure. got that. You've got the. Uh, you know, you've got the mastermind behind the. Sure, like know, all the, the boy bands and shit. <laughs> hey, that's that's fine by me. Uh, you know, I, I I just I just kind of go. You know, I, I love the album. I think it's I think it's great. Okay, but you know, when I'm researching this and I'm going, wow. Marilyn Manson really didn't have anything to do with any of this shit. But does that matter to you? Or does it matter that uh, it's a great album? Kind of, yeah, it does. Okay, okay. And it kind of does because he's kind of the figurehead for the whole sure. thing. And he he's probably the guy gets all the credit. He gets all the credit, yes, but absolutely. then you've got... I mean, don't get me wrong, Trent Reznor and Twiggy make all the money. They're the songwriters. Sure. So they get the money for okay. beautiful people. Okay, which is but, fine with me. But, but yeah, you know, there's something to be said for that. It's like, 
you know, it's that. Uh, okay, the, the, that, it's the puppet. Okay, I get it. That, you know, to me, that's fine. Let me. What's let me, your favorite tunes? Oh man, the favorite tunes, the irresponsible hate a- anthem is great because yeah, any yeah. song that says "I wasn't born with enough middle fingers," yeah. you know, it's just yeah. that. That to me is like. I wasn't born with enough middle fingers to flip, you know, whatever. Uh, of course, The Beautiful People. I love that song. Yep. I love the album. Tourniquet is great. Crypto Orchid um, is not a single off this album, but it's one that really gave me this creepy vibe. I yeah. loved listening to it. Uh, and it, it does have a solid creep. Absolutely. I, and I totally agree with you. 1996 was a good tune to me. Mr. Superstar was, and that's the one where he actually came out hey. and was, Screaming Antichrist. So what about you? What were some of your favorites? Uh, The Beautiful People, Tourniquet. I love that song. That's a good tune. It's a great, and it's a creepy uh, video as well. Yeah. Little Horn. I loved uh, Deformography, Antichrist Superstar. I really like that tune. I do too. You know, uh, what was it? Starfucker or Super... Yeah, but that's later on. That's not on the Starfucker. Wait, isn't that... Is that a nice... I kept thinking... Well, I kept thinking that, though, in that one. There was a tune on there. I think Ninety Snails sing Starfucker. Yeah, yeah. But there was a tune tune on there that I was going, oh, that's... That that name kept popping in my head. Can I say a couple things? Yes. This album was actually split into three what he called cycles. First of all, the first cycle, which included the first four tunes, Irresponsible Hate Album, The Beautiful People, Dried Up, Tied Up, and Dead to the World, and Tourniquet, was in something called The Hierophant, which do you know what a Hierophant is? It's basically someone who brings up a, a bunch of religious congregants together into, into, to preach something that the, 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 the preacher deems as holy. Ooh. The second one was the inauguration of the worm. Um, and basically this whole album's about how the, okay, I'm, I, I decided that I'm going to go ahead and just kind of go into the story. I find this totally Ooh. ironic. Okay. Um, the first of all, the first of all, basically what he was talking about is that he, he, you know, the, the, like I said, the first cycle is he's, is, is a, a religious leader bringing people into the fold more. So he's the man. Well, first of all, but the thing is, is he decided to, you know, after he made it big, he's like this guy. He's like, he's like this, this. He's bigger than big. He's, he's the man. But the thing is, is after a while, he decides that, you know what? This is all bullshit. These people follow me. They're not using their own brains. All these people yes. are are basically just f- looking for someone to lead them anywhere. It, it, they anywhere. Ha- they happen to see to the manure pile or to the to the uh, to the chocolate delights. And that's and that's basically what the story of this album is: is somebody who they call the worm, who's a protagonist, who basically brings people together, who becomes this superstar, and but after a while decides that you know what, this is bullshit, and he starts to loathe his followers. Yeah. Now, the i the i the irony of this whole album is is in my opinion. Now, and I've kind of seen this, is this is almost what Marilyn Manson has done himself. Um, he's kind of this underground musician that nobody paid attention to. He had aspirations, of course, to make it to the top. But he started to bring in this cult of people who wanted to be like him. Sure. You know, I, you know who, who started to follow him, who started to... Uh, um, he, he basically became a Rejoice. demagogue. 
Yes. Uh, he cried to the victims. He said, you know what, you, you know, who he, who, who what society can, considers weak. And he said, you know what, you people are worth something, blah, blah, blah. Go on, go on, uh, Geraldo, go, go do what you want. Let's talk about what's going on. The disenfranchised folks told them what they want to hear to make his ascent. The people who listened to him almost became a cult. And pushed oh, him to the right. Uh, you know, are, are we going Columbine on this or? No, no, well, not necessarily. I'm just talking about, uh, you know, people who responded to him by adoring him and flattering him and right. thinking that he's the end all be all. Um, you know, so basically here's this guy who was underground who made it huge because of the disenfranchised, who made, who made it because of, you know, all, basically society has shunned these people and he's the one that's taken them. But if all that is true, which is which is funny because that, that's how the structure of this album is placed, then that's the story that the worm came in, he made it big, he, yeah. was, he, he had this cult following. And I don't know if this third part has happened yet, but the third cycle of this album is all about how Marilyn Manson saw these people and he got tired of the hollow ass kissing. He realizes that he's just the next big thing uh, to follow for people who aren't able to be leaders themselves. People who and actually, out. yeah, people who want to remain. That's weak, interesting. People who are intent to imitate, and he begins to loathe himself for. Well, being we all know Alice Cooper doesn't find Marilyn Manson very. Is that right? Appealing. Is that right? So, I didn't know that. Imitate to imitate, you know. Alice Cooper's like, hey. Now, would you say that Marilyn Manson is a nihilist? That's interesting. Well, and and I find it funny because this album, yeah, this is the first in the trilogy, but it's like he tells a story that basically seems to me that has happened in his career. But I, but I think, but that's, that's what happens in your career. Okay. You're that's a fine. huge monster. You're Marilyn Monroe. But I, sure. Absolutely. And then you get to the top and then someone hotter comes in. But, and you're not so hot. Well, anymore, the thing is, know? is that's fine. But the, th- it's easy to script is well, what I'm saying. Okay. And that could be, that could be too. And he could have script, scripted each album by album sales. But my question going, is this. Mm-hmm, my yeah. question is this. The third, the third cycle of this album is him loathing the people who follows him, who who think that they're worthless. I don't know if that's happened. I doubt that it would be outward. I just wonder if. Well, that's I think what's it's. I on. think it's awesome if he's you know being a jerk to everybody that that got okay. him there. I don't know. Or maybe it's called old man syndrome. It could when be. you're young and you're like, ah, I love everybody. I want to bone you. I'll touch you. Sure. I'll feel you. Sure. Then you get old and you're like, leave me the fuck alone. I got a bunch of money. All I'm saying. Vote Romney. That- you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying though? Is when you get up to that point where you're just like, you know, I've been here. I've done that. You're sure. like, you, you know, like anyone else, dude. Uh-huh. When you're down in the gutter, when you're, when you're doing your rock and uh, roll, no, I you're totally doing your understand. thing and you're like, yes, you see, then the, Then the Grammy Award comes or whatever, you know, and then it's like, oh, I don't have to deal with this shit all the time. And then pretty soon, no one gives a shit what you're doing. You're absolutely right. I'm out. The thing is, is I find it, I don't know if I find it ironic or funny or what, that the thing is that he wrote an album that was going to 
uh, basically mimic, mimic his yeah. career, or mimic, that's interesting, or maybe I mimic like every every rock star's career. I don't know if yeah. that if that's what he was thinking, but it Except seems like you too. Well, sure, because they're still hot and whatever, yeah. whatever. I don't give a shit about those guys. Go, I, I would say go look up Antichrist Superstar on Wikipedia and read more about this because it's interesting as shit. So where are you coming down on the album? This album, as far as the music only is concerned, I really liked it, man. I mean, like I said, I could give or take a few of the songs on the album, but the thing is, as far as being, you know, uh, into the horror rock and stuff, he's got a great look and feel, especially Absolutely. back in this day. There, these, I mean, these songs. I love the fact that he shook everybody to the core. And he did. He became a household name. Even Nana, that was 85 years old, knew who Marilyn Manson was. Because Nana was was going up and protesting his new albums or protesting his shows that were coming to Salt Lake. The thing is, too, is the, the songs, I mean, just pure, purely musical. These songs are unique. They're not, they're not kind I mean they have of course they have a distinct sound and whatnot but all these songs don't sound just like each other right you know and so yeah. I would say musically I really really dug this album um as far as the message goes that's really what got me like kind of stoked to talk about this because I'm just saying as I'm reading this on the weekend I know I'm dude like, you're you're on wow. fire that's awesome I mean, that's interesting that you yeah. came up with that idea too. Well, it's not I, me. It's just reading it on the wiki going, well, I'm, I'm talking about your too. hypothesis oh, on, sure. on how his career is okay. going and with the album. I like that. I like I mean, it too. I think it's great. And, I, and he's a bleeding genius if he was thinking about it in those terms. I totally agree. And you know what? I mean, if you see the guy talk and stuff like that, he's not a dumb dude. No. You know, he's, I mean, he's very into his art. He's very into this, uh, his name's Brian. But he's totally into this, you know, the, the, this character of Marilyn Manson. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him that he wrote this whole thing thinking to himself, this is what's going to happen. I've seen it happen in the past. It's going to happen again. It's going to happen with me. Because this made him the MTV darling. This made him date that hot this chick made him Charmed. This made him disturbing. Agreed. We want you on the award shows. We want you on the, Dude, and it was like, we don't know what this guy's going to do. I honestly, I think that his videos actually did was a lot of the precursor to what we see in horror movies. Cause when I'm seeing the beautiful people video or tourniquet video, when I'm seeing those videos, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it going, Okay, wow. Back in the day, they scared me. They, I mean, they, they gave me that little evil feeling in my head. Yeah. But the thing is, is you started to see more and more of it. I don't know, but I, but the, since he was the first one I saw that stuff from, I think that he has actually did a great job being a pioneer. That's, and that's what sure. I'm Sure. Now imagine somebody back in the 1970s, Alice Cooper. Sure. And he was just this, or, or Ozzy. Sure. He ate, he, Bit the head off a dove, right, you know. Right, I mean, right. that was some shit. Sure, and it's like you've got to, uh, dude. I am stoked to see what happens in the future. Sure, I'd love another Frico. No one will ever beat Gigi Allen. No, that okay. guy was a. I will go to prison. Yeah, he's. I don't he's give a crazy. shit. <laughs> but you know, I would. I can't wait to see who the next. Oh wow, yeah. this guy's like out of the box. He's insane. He's. Yep. 
It's because fun. Marilyn Manson is a great, uh, you know, you got Alice Cooper and then you've got Marilyn Manson. He's a jump. Who in the hell is yep. going to be next? that next? Who's going to be? Whoa. You know, you, you have the delta between how disturbing Alice Cooper was and how disturbing Marilyn Manson yeah. is. Where's the next jump? Who? What's going to be? Like, what's this gonna guy be? means business. Exactly. And, and everyone kind of gets that idea in their head. Even with Alice Cooper, this guy means, this guy's creepy. Yep. He means business. And- and then you go, uh, oh, you know, he's, <laughs> all I'm know. saying is, is that, that I, you know, regardless of his look, regardless of his image, this musically, this, I really enjoyed this album. In fact, I'm kind of excited to get back into some of his older stuff because I always just kind of blew it off like, oh, Portrait this of foolish. American Family is a great I'll check it out. Album. I've got to check it out. I mean, it's, it's almost like finding a new type of awesome band. You yeah. Know? I'm feeling stoked about it. So there you go. That's my take on All it. Right. I, I would say buy this album for sure. And I'm, uh, yeah, and I'm coming down saying that too. I'm saying buy it, but I would say beforehand, I would say give this a high listen sure. on Spotify. On Spotify. But Portrait of American Family, his first album. I'm going to check I, that out. Absolutely. That's a, that's a total buy. I've got a trivia. Let's do it, baby. All right, sweet taint. Are you ready? I'm going to ask you to refrain. Okay, of course. Of course you are. Uh, Don't be going and putting on your little little pink hat and running around and acting like you're you know, I'm saying, okay. shut your mouth. I, 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 wow, you're being very forceful. Well, because today. you every time you cut me, you cut me every time. Okay, all right, all right. I'll do my best. I'll all do right. my best. I got six questions for you. What's the topic, man? The topic is concept albums. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's try. Let's try to do this thing. Okay, take that little pink hat off first. All right, I'll t- I, it's off. Oh, okay, it's off. It's There's off. no hats on. My bald, Here my bald chrome Here we go on. with number one. Let's do it. This concept album was the third for the band. It focused on a beautiful young woman from 1602 who was searching for the fountain of youth. This album featured voiceovers from an actress that got her start in 1965 from a film called Dr. Zhivago and would go on, go on to star in Hammer Films. The band continues to release concept albums to this day. We're not talking, man, that's not very, that's not very descriptive here. I'm going to go out shot in the dark. A shot in the dark. One step away from, okay. What is it? Uh, it's not iced earth, is it? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Um, hint. Ingrid Pitt. I, I figured it was Ingrid Pitt, but I still don't know, man, because she was in The Vampire Lovers, one of my very favorite Hammer films. Countess Dracula. Sure. All right. I will say <laughs> two uh, other words to okay. give you a hint. Okay. Beast and cruelty. Are you talking about freaking uh, good old Cradle of Filth? I don't get that. No, don't. Yeah, yes, I am talking about Cradle of Filth. Okay, but but, Cruelty and the Beast, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I don't deserve that one. Don't give it to me. Well, I'm not. I won't. I will never do that. Number two. So Ingrid Pitt did some voiceovers. I did not. Yeah. How did I not know that? On Cruelty and the Beast. How did I not know that, man? Well, you just got to be more, you know. I feel bad that I'm not. You're not Dave. That's You're true. not into your cradle of filth, well, like Dave. Okay, all right. Dave would have got that one assuredly, but and okay. I'm sure he'll let you know about it on the group. <laughs> all right, number two, 
this concept album was the ninth studio album from the band. Can I stop you real quick? Okay. Is Iced Earth on this anywhere? No. Oh, shit. Okay. This concept album was the ninth studio album from the band and the worst selling album as well. Oh, really? The most, uh, the most, uh, most of the, con- uh, the, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I can't spit it out. Okay. The gist of the concept album is a young boy is recruited, recruited by the elders. They need a hero. The elders call themselves the Order of the Rose and train to fight evil. The young boy oh is guided God. by an elder, an older elder named Morpheus. The concept album follows his trials and tribulations to fight evil. Oh my gosh, dude, you are. This came out in 1981. I do not even know that, dude. I don't even think if you give me more hints, why don't you give me some more hints though? Let's try it. Um, a world without heroes. That was the f- single from the album. A world without, I don't, I still do not know that, man. World without heroes. <laughs> it just, just still doesn't help me. I am getting my ass kicked on this one. Uh, what do we got? So you're, you're going, eh, Yeah, that? I'm going, eh. Dude, the elder from Kiss. 1981, oh it was the worst selling album they ever put out. I didn't, you know what? Dang We're it. without heroes. Remember the video where no, I don't. Paul Stanley a tear or falls down his face? <laughs> I oh, don't, it's I don't even headbands and all. Oh, oh my horrible. gosh. Oh my god. I hope okay. Queen's Rock Operation Mind Crimes next, but it's we'll not, see. It's you not. son of a bitch. All right, here we go. Number three. You, you're going to get the hang of this. You I got hope to. so. I hope so. Yeah, we, we got four left. All, all, right. Right. all right. Here we go. Number three. Okay. Thrice. This heavy metal opus began as a began okay. as a concept album. Okay. All the songs were aligned but one track oh, pulled away from the original vision. Uh-huh, when okay. singer guitarist songwriter decided this song although irrelevant to the overall story had to be on the album. Oh my god. This album was released in 2005. And um, uh, and the title of the song okay. that he wanted to put on the album okay. was called "Isolation Years." Oh, dude, that's uh, that's Iron Maiden uh, with uh, oh, "Isolation." Years. Am I wrong? Am I wrong so far? Yeah, you're wrong. Oh shit! And so- you should know this. Oh, oh, oh no, I thought "Wasted Years." Oh my gosh, dude. Isolation years. I have no idea. 2005. Heavy metal, progressive heavy metal band. 2005. Dream Theater? I have no idea. Isolation years. I don't know, dude. Dude, let's just, let's just, I'm embarrassed. Opeth, Ghost Reveries. What did you just say to me? What did you just say to am me? Am I right or am I wrong? You are at, I, Isolation not, years. I did not know that. It was dude. a concept I didn't album. Know that was a con- and Erkenverk and Zarkenberg. Hold on, hold on, dude. Hold on. Stop. St- okay, stop it. I cannot. First of all, okay. I cannot believe that I didn't get that right. I can't believe that. Let me. Let me just say. Can I? Can I? Uh, 
Oh my gosh, I I have no I have no excuse. I am terrible. I'm a terrible human. Okay, you're in three, but you're still going to you still got a chance. <sighs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that hurt. That one hurt bad. Actually, Ghost Reveries. That one hurt really. That bad. That was an entire concept album. But singer, what's his name? Alan Michael Ackerfeld. Ackerfeld said, "Isolation years must be on this album." Oh my gosh. I can't I am worthless tonight. Okay, let's move on. All right, number four. Here we go. I feel like I'm turning it up. Okay. This concept album was based on a book by Paul O'Neill. Uh it follows uh, oh a goodness. shady character named Detox or Downtown. He's a low life drug dealer. The album follows him through his drug selling ways to his rock stardom all the way back to his life back on the streets. The album was released in 1991. 1991. We got a drug album. (laughs) They called him downtown. Jesus detox. Got a little story for you. Would you like to hear it? Jesus was a talker, just a out of place New Yorker, and he hung out on the boulevards. GP's <laughs> freaking right now. He was selling nickel candy. He was saving up all his quarters, and he bought himself a new guitar. I have no idea, dude. Sabotage. Oh my God. Streets, a rock opera. I am started playing bars. Kids came in the cars. I am sorry. GP, Jesus I'd like to personally apologize to you for not getting that one. I'm, I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay. Okay. You're kicking my ass. I'm 0 4, dude. dude. And these are the easy ones. Um, oh these are the easy ones, dude. When I, when I, when I was Googling and went yeah. to Wikipedia, uh-huh. it was like, holy shit. There was tons of stuff. Of course there is. And I'm worthless. Like I said. All right. Number five. So you're four and zero. I lose. I lose right. automatically. Here we, go. Here we go. But you're gonna you're gonna get some isolation this. years. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh. You're gonna cry all night over that one. I I hate myself for that one. Number five, this concept album, isolation years, is about a cool, calm, and collected serial killer that is very goal oriented. <laughs> okay. He has a plan for his female victims. He's an artist and apparently is working on a sculpture because with every victim, he takes a leg and then drapes them in a, in, and then drapes them in toilet paper or something because it is impossible for a man to squirt spider webbing from his asshole. <laughs> what? What? Is that it? Listen, listen again. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. This concept, the concept behind this album is about a cool, calm, and collected serial Wait a second. That Are you talking oriented. about Alice Cooper? <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Turn up the radio! Along came a spider. You know what? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am, I, oh, I'm an idiot. I can't believe I've missed off I know. on you're gonna, isolation you're, you're years. Gonna, I, I hate myself. You're going to get, I think, I hope you get this one. Okay. I hope you do. Number six. So you're 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 one and one and four. One of all right. Here we go. Conceived by the lead singer, this concept album spawned two huge hits in 1983. 
The album was supposed to coincide with a matching stage show and a short film that would play before the band's entrance on stage. The story tells of a time in the future where music is outlawed outlawed by a fascist government headed by the MMM. The the story's (laughs) protagonist, Jonathan Chance, has been imprisoned by the MMM. When he escapes, he vows to bring the government and uh, to take down the government and bring back rock and roll. I hate myself, dude. I hate myself. I'm going to give you one hint. Please. And I'm going to take this. I'm going to take the hints, people. Okay. Take the hint and it's a point if you get it. Okay. Don't let it end. I'm begging you. Don't let it end this way. The song sounds somewhat familiar, but I still do not know, man. Oh my gosh. You would not be talking about sticks, would you? Stand up. <laughs> no, no. I feel too dirty. I feel too dirty for that. Listen, let me tell you something about today's. About Dude, today's- I'm serious, man. I was going, man. It, I'm serious. This it was hard. like, wow. There's, there were so many. You know how many isolation I, years? Oh man, I hate myself. I hate myself. Domo arigato, Mister Roboto. You know, you know what we need to do. I feel Kilroy so, was here. Was the album? I feel so miserable right now that I failed that bad. The, well, the thing is, is why don't we just move the f on? Yeah, because that was terrible. I know. I know. You're you're feeling bad about yourself. I'm a I'm a pride. That's all man. I've got. You failed. I'm that happy. One. I but hey, nasty. let's look at the glass half full. Let you you've done pretty good on all the other ones. You know, I appreciate so you trying to make two, me feel good. One out of this is five terrible. ain't bad. This is this is terrible, man. Um. Let's just pretend that never happened, and let's move on. We're going to go ahead and play a trailer for you yes. for a little movie called Visiting Hours. Okay. We'll do that right now. Excellent. In this hospital, your next visit may be your last. All visitors, please leave the hospital. Ah! Dr. Len, Visiting hours so frightening you may never recover. Starring Lee Grant, William Shatner, Linda Pearl. All right, man, we're going to be talking some. Dude, let me just say something. Oh, okay, okay. We took a little break. Yeah, we did. We did. We listened to some Ghost Reveries. Oh, my gosh. What an awesome, awesome album. And you sang every word of it. I know. That's that's disgusting. I know that I didn't, I couldn't bring that up, man. through my you mind, couldn't hit that in the bone skillet. Well, it, first of all, the pressure was on. Yeah. Okay. Secondly, I couldn't get wasted years out of my mind. I know. From Iron Maiden, dude, I can never get that out of my mind. It's well, fucking badass. It's, a, it's an amazing tune, man. I'll tell you what. But you know every word of that. It's almost like uh, my asshole tightens up because <laughs> it's like you know. It's almost like disturbing how how good you know all the words. 
you know, we're and we talked about this too. We're gonna add more Opeth. Yeah. Because there's so much great more stuff. More Marilyn Manson, more yeah. sixty nine eyes, more you know, we we've got to. eight thousand episodes. We do. do. We, we well actually no, that's wrong. We have we're on thirty nine now, so that means we have um seventy nine thousand seventy seven twenty seven. Yes, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. so we're gonna be talking about visiting hours and uh, okay, great. Uh, this was uh, also called AKA, shall we say, Get Well Soon, AKA The Fright. Yeah. Came out in 1982. IMDb gave it a 4.8. Uh, directed by Jean Claude Lord, um, who is, by the way, the worst kind of Canadian, the French Canadian, but uh, whatever. We're not, we're not going to judge anybody. Okay. We're, no judging him. Even if he's French Canadian, whatever. He has 34 directorial credits on IMDb. But this is actually the only one I've ever even heard of. Uh, this is uh, written by Brian Taggart, who wrote Poltergeist 3, I think is what it was. Uh, v, oh, I'm you know, sorry. Do you remember episodes of V? You remember V? It's Robert England. He, he, wrote, yeah. he wrote some of those episodes. He actually also worked on their the, the movie miniseries. He also wrote Omen 4, The Awakening, where Damien is a girl, except for her name is not Damien. It's it's, Damiana or yeah, Daniela. I don't remember or, what it is, but let's put it this way. It wasn't in the original trilogy, so I haven't seen it in years because it is fake. But this movie, despite the French-Canadian roots and uh, the, 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 the writer who's done some weird stuff, it starred a gentleman by the name of Michael Ironsides, who is yeah. the mother-effing man. Yeah, he is. Okay. He is the most awesome character he's one of those great character actors dude and you know what's funny is for he's some- been in a thousand yeah, things absolutely and you go oh what is that dude's name in in this movie he is he just he the way he acts the the, the way his presence on film makes me loathe him yeah and that's michael ironsides for you yeah you know, and that and that's just him being doing what michael ironsides what movie does. do you remember him best in uh Oh my gosh, scanners. Yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers, man. You worry he's missing his arm and shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great movie, man. I hate to admit it, but it's funny because I read the book. And boobs. Well, there's, well, because dudes showered with chicks in the military in the future, and it was wonderful. Yeah. But uh, I, just speaking of uh, Starship Troopers, real quick, I, I read that book, and it was oh, yeah. very politically. You know, it was had a lot of politics in it, a lot of like, you know, th- uh, not necessarily theory, but a lot of just like ideas, stuff like that. The movie came out and it was just silly exploitation, blowing shit up. Yeah, and, big goddamn spider creatures. And I love them. I love both for different reasons. Anyway, uh, this also starred Lee Grant as Deborah Ballin, uh, Linda Pearl as Sheila Monroe, and this also starred The Shat. Oh, yeah. William Shatner. Shatner. Hold on. Let me get this in my skullet for okay, a minute. Let's see, okay. Shatner after he was Shatner, yes. but before he became Shatner again. Yes. You just, I don't know if there have been more poignant words than what you just said to describe yeah. Shatner's career. Because he's our Priceline guy. <laughs> ah, he is indeed. We're talking Captain... James T. Kirk. Kirkenstein. 
You know, what's funny is I didn't even realize he was in this before we started watching it. This was a recommend from Johnny Krug. Yeah. He actually sent me this DVD. He bought, he bought this DVD. He actually bought a, a dual, uh, a collection from the Shout Factory, which yeah. had this and Bad Dreams on it. And we got to do Bad Dreams eventually. But, and I'm like, okay, well, I've never seen Visiting Hours. And I've, and I actually heard him review it on, uh, the Kruger Nation. But the problem is, is I forgot that William Shatter was in it. So when I saw him, my heart melted, man. I know. My heart. Every time you see the Shatner, you're like, oh, hell yeah. Because he's the Shatner. Even in this movie, he was the Shatner. Yeah. He, he was the same guy. He might as well have been like, you know, uh, selling tires or anything. Whatever. Anything. But he was wonderful. I would have bought whatever he's selling. Anyhow, let's get into the plot a little bit. Uh, we have a, we have a young lady. She's kind of old named Deborah Ballin is a feminist activist. Uh, sorry, feminine activist who hosts a talk show. Uh, the movie starts as she's filming an episode of her talk show. She goes after this lawyer for prosecuting a woman for murder when it was pretty obvious that, uh, she was getting beat up by her husband. You know, and so she kind of, you know, lashed out and killed him because, you know, you don't want to get beaten shit. Right. Right. So there you go. Uh, she really gives it to this lawyer and vows to open up the case again because the pay, the, the, the case was done, finished, whatever. Um, but she's like, I'm going to start this up again because you missed all this stuff. You, I can't believe that, that you weren't on the side of this girl who was obviously abused, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Shatner is a producer of this show and he scolds her. Um, you know, but, uh, she's like, you know, we can't show that on the, on the TV because, you know, it was just too, you know, it was just too much. You went after this guy a little bit too much, but of course she's all righteous indignation-y about it. Um, but I'm not saying that she wasn't warranted. I'm just saying that's how she was. Well, the problem is, is this pisses off a young man named Colt Hawker. Uh, who is played by Michael Ironsides, and he attempts to murder Balin at her home. He's, uh, you know, he, he breaks into her house, kills her, uh, housekeeper, stabs her, but she lives and she goes to the hospital. I want to stop you right there. Well, let's do, okay. What do you got? Okay. So he goes to her house. Right. And it's obvious that she loves birds and fish. She, yes. And, you know, she's got a terrarium well, she, in her goddamn well, Listen, she, she's a lover of nature. Obviously. But when he attacks her, he's completely naked and wearing all of her jewelry. <laughs> well, it's bizarre. He looks like somebody that I would, I, I pictured off of Mad Max a little I th- bit. You know? I would even go as far as to say that if I was going to kill, if, if I was going to try and kill someone, uh-huh. I'd do something like that. Well, why Get not? Get naked and put all their jewelry on. And you and know he spanked it. The house. You know he was all excited. Oh, yeah. He probably got in there, killed the killed the, the maiden, whatever. He had all of her bracelets on and earrings and everything. I was like, <laughs> So it's pretty oh, apparent down, that baby. this guy has some mental issues. Yes. But we actually explore that later on. Yes. Anyway, so we got Deborah Ballin who goes to the, by the way, is that a dirty name or what? Debbie Ballin? Ballin. Oh, I thought it was like hardcore ballin'. Yeah. Debbie ballin'. Yeah, it's like ballin'. Okay, I, I hate to say it because this is a very feminist, strong movie, but her name was freaking Debbie Ballin'. Okay, uh, I'm moving on. Uh, anyway, so so basically, she she you know she goes to the hospital. Um, you know, in in essence, this movie is kind of a cat and mouse game between. Uh, Debbie Ballin and Michael Ironsides, Colt Hawker. Yeah. And, you know, throughout the movie, we learn what's, you know, why he's the way he is. Tur- should we, uh, maybe we should be. A little him. bit. I mean, I don't know it, that it was clear cut. I mean, okay. I know, I, I mean, I was assuming he hates mama. 
Yeah, even well, though even though Daddy was uh, kind of a jerky kind of a guy too, it just uh, sure that's what I got from it was here. Here's my take on it, and this may be a little bit of a spoiler, but the thing is, is this movie's more about I think the cat and mouse, yeah, you know, game. Well, between. absolutely. But basically, it turns out that Michael Ironside's character, Colt Hawker, is his dad. For instance, uh, what beat up on his on his mom. And she finally had enough of it. She, you know, she threw boiling oil on him and, and defa- you know, and, and made him disappear. When I saw that big life. pan full of boiling oil, I was oh, like, yeah. oh, she's probably going to make fries or something. I wonder what she's going to make. You know, that. I wonder what she was because she could have probably made a delicious dinner with that. But no, if she- you would have, if I think what you do with the big boil, boiling pot like that <laughs> uh-huh. is you, you have fries. Well, you or, dip those, you, you cut listen, them deliciously. You know, you take a potato, okay, and then you cut it up and you just dip them down into that boiling oil. Shane, you don't throw it on Daddy's face. Can I? Can I say one thing real quick? What? My first, you know, you're being not, you're not being very imaginative, okay? Okay. I was thinking that they actually had corn dogs. Oh, because deep fried corn dogs—that's oh good. Or well, you're not being very imaginative either. Oh, okay. Because I'd say deep fried. Snickers bars. No, sorry, you you blew it with the fries. I win, you lose. Uh, <laughs> either um, or. What? By still. the way, what is this? The Texas State Fair? What are we? What are we talking about here? But anyway, so basically, we have this guy who hates women. Okay, we have him going after a feminist. We have, um, you know, one of the nurses in the. Uh, in the, in the hospital who's taking care of Deborah Ballin. Uh, she's, you know, kind of a feminist herself. She, um, you know, got beat up by her husband, you know, this nurse. And I think she turned into a hot lesbian. And which is, I, I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, that was her sister. That was her younger sister. Is that right? Yeah. I'll, that no. wasn't her. That wasn't her. I, that's exactly what I, when she jumped on the bed and she was wearing she's the towel, towel, I went. Yeah. Sweet. Wait a second. But no, it's her little sister. Well, are you sure? Can you watch the kids? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? It's not her lover. I was a little, I was, wow. I I think I enjoyed this movie a little bit more because I thought that maybe they were. I think you did too because that's the first thing I thought. When she, when, when the, but when it makes sense. The, I was like, oh, it man. makes sense though because when I was a kid living with two other brothers, I used to walk around with my dong swinging all the time and they didn't care. But well, I, yeah, that's what you do when your sisters. You show each you, um, you play well, tickle your, and stuff like that. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. But I would like to think that she was a hot lesbian. All right. Well, will you, you give me you that? You do what you want. I was gonna say, will you give me that fantasy? Please? You're the Pooh Bear of podcasting. You can do what you want. Listen, wh- either way, she was a hot mama. She's a nurse. She's basically tried to take care of this Deborah Ballin, and she really admires this woman. She's really all you know, really down with the cause and listen i am all for that sure but the problem is is this mother effer michael ironside's colt shall we call him colt yeah. is a kind of a resourceful little bitch because yeah, he i swear he, he's got a van first of all he's got a van that he has and he has a bunch of magnets so he puts like the magnet yeah, he's on the got side. Like, yeah. hi i'm a florist yeah. hi i i work for the hospital he's got he's got all sorts of stuff and he's getting into places where he shouldn't be where- if you're gonna serial kill sure <laughs> make sure that you have those little ins and outs Ab- you know it's he- those little things that will allow you to get away or not get away yeah is, i'm just in my floral van 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, no, nothing going well, on strange it him, here. It gets him into places no. where it's like it makes people not like be suspicious. It's yeah. Like, oh, he's delivering some freaking flowers. Or, oh, he's... Uh, hey, he, and while you're at it, take this load of flowers up too. Exactly. They, they, they welcome him, shall we say. Yeah. Anyhow, so what happens basically is Colt is also a ladies' man. One night he's out there in the, yeah. in the local diner. He's just hanging out by himself, having some coffee, having some, I don't know, strudels. I don't, I don't know what he was doing there, but maybe a bagel, shh, well, classic coffee. Well, whatever he's doing, he, he's looking hot while he's doing it. Yeah. Because there's this punk rocking chick who is with two dudes, one with a freaking weird looking hat. And, uh, she's, you know, these two dudes are trying to hit on her, but man, their eyes meet, man. Yeah. Their eyes meet, and it was over. Michael Ironsides had that locked up. Hell yeah, dude. And I, I did. If I'm her, yeah. I'm picking him. Well, those turds with their little mustaches and, let, and whatnot, I was like, ah, oh, dude. And let's here. be honest, Michael Ironsides has kind of a, shall we say, a je ne sais quoi. Yeah. He has kind of, I don't know if he's the most handsome dude in the world, but he is acting like he is the shit. He's got the look. I, you know, listen, I happen to think that Michael Ironsides is a handsome fella. Okay. Well, but I also know that he can blow up your, on you. your head with, <laughs> he can blow up your head with just a thought. Okay. Yeah. So I'll stick, stay away from him. But basically he takes this girl home and you know what he does to her? He beats her. And then yeah. he bites uh, her. He bites her and he rapes her. Or is it, or is it sex? Because they were going to do it, you know, but uh, I, I think she was enjoying, I mean, she was a pretty rough, rough. Yeah, she you was, know? man. And, but he was just a little more rough. Than, well, and he turned into a douchebag before they really got into it, starting to tell her what to do. Yeah. Starting to be a real, you know, kind of, a, kind of a cock when, you know, he's like, take off your pants yeah. and stuff like, you know, whatever. But turns out that this woman, goes to the free clinic where this nurse who is who's actually helping Deborah Ballin uh she she volunteers there and whatnot of course because she's not rich and shit and they talk about that a little bit but he's like oh you know uh, the the nurse is like because she of course has been beaten by her husband who is now her ex-husband so they get along with each other in any way i don't know the the story is basically uh, like I said, the cat and mouse game. It's basically, uh, the way, the, the interesting parts of it, in my opinion, are how Michael, or sorry, how Colt, right, played by Michael Ironsides, gets, you know, kind of makes his way into, uh, the places to try to get at Deborah Ballin. Yeah. Because he hates women. It's obvious. Yeah. He's got, he's, he's made a mask. A death mask on his wall in yeah. his apartment of pictures he's taken of chicks that he's killed yeah. and cut him into a shape of a skull because he hates the women. He hates the women, man. He hates them. And that's, I guess. And it's that, like, uh, that's where it comes back to is I think that it's about he hates his mama. I, I, I agree. I think that he has some. It's like some Freudian shit. Yeah, some mental You hate, issues. I hate my mama. I need to kill all the women. And, and for what my mama did to my daddy, I'm going to hate women. And of course he's, I, I think what Forget it is. Forget about what daddy did to mama. Exactly. And he sees Deborah Ballin as kind of this face. Know it all. To, yes. The, like a he, know it all, talky mouth. You're gonna she's get a what's strong woman. To you. She's a, she is a strong woman, yeah. and she becomes the the face of what he loathes the most. Even though he is probably the most loathsome character 
in this movie, without a doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a movie. I mean, basically, it's kind of a slasher where he goes around and he'll kill people that gets in his way. There was no boobs in this because no boobs. It's weird because I and I'd never seen this before, but it. I think it might have been a little bit weird if there were a lot of exploitative nudity because this was all about women. You know, this women was being kind strong. of a more of a thriller. It was I, kind of I more agree. of a suspense. Is he going to get to her? Absolutely, type of thing. I totally agree. As opposed to just blatant, show me blood, show me boobs, right. show me. Well, what you did know. you think about the movie? I enjoyed it. Did you? I didn't. I didn't not turn away. You know. I mean, I watched the whole damn thing. Going. I mean, it's. I was. I wanted to see all of that stuff. Sure. The well, blood, of course, the blood, right? the boobs, because the, you're the a pig. Tit, the party that. Yeah, because I'm a asshole pig. <laughs> but I enjoyed the hell out of the movie because I like that idea of. I don't think it could be done now. I, 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 I went, I, I wrapped my brain around 1980, 1982. You have to. There was nobody in that hospital ever anywhere. Right. And there's no cameras in there. And it's like, okay. And they were smoking in their rooms and shit. Yeah. But for the most part, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I was like, man, what the hell is this guy going to do? There's a lot of trap doors. (laughs) It's like a haunted house in that, in that hospital. Yeah. Cause he was like going, I'm gonna step. Oh, I'm gonna slide into this back door here. Boom, <laughs> and I'm gonna get away scot free. I didn't mind the movie. Michael Ironside good. to me made this movie. Yeah, because number one, he did such a great job of just becoming the epitome of loathsome, you know, uh, woman hating dude. Not a lot of dialogue from him. Either. No, not a lot. There's something to be said for that too. I'm this creepy weirdo guy i'm out to kill you yeah and i don't have a lot to say i'm not going to give you all these you're going to die bitch and this is the reason why right you i mean i bet the guy said maybe five lines to the whole movie and i'll tell you what i think it's almost uh well i think it's definitely a good thing for i mean they did tell the backstory we know why he hates women now is that a reason to hate women not in my opinion but the thing is is obviously it affected you know his his mom you know uh, disfiguring his father really made an impact on him even though his father was an asshole but the thing is is we i think i got all that i needed from that and uh he was this kind of mysterious evil type of character where it's like i don't know that i needed to know about him i didn't know i didn't need that scene where at the end he's like oh my gosh but did you know what happened to me when i was a kid or something no i wanted him yeah he was pure hateful yeah and that's what it was and i think that he played this this that uh, role like it was his freaking job, man. I mean, yeah. he did. Yeah, I, I think he did a good job. I mean, it's funny because I'd never seen this movie. Like I said, I'd heard of it. Um, uh, but I mean, we mentioned Shatner, but he didn't play a big role in this. This to me was all Ironsides. And I've got two what the fucks. Okay. Let's hear them. And I've got a, oh my God, that was hot. Okay. Let me ask you, can you guess what my, oh my God, that was hot scene was? Um, you don't like when he beat up that punk rock chick, did you? Ah, uh, the switchblade. Yes. That slow scene where he was like, I was like, oh my and God. And he's going to cut, cut her shirt? 
But when he when he was sliding that upper leg and everything, I was like, "Sure, that's hot." I mean, now I don't want <laughs> stabbing if, and death. If you were role playing, if you were role playing, Shane, we know <laughs> yeah. that you're a sexy beast. You know that you're hot and sexy. We don't we don't need you to. I'm clamped over here. Sure, I mean, that was hot. I mean, it was like, you know, it's, yeah. If you're role playing, sure. My two what the fucks? Okay, let's hear him. Shatner with that fucking pudding. Why was when, he when, when he was when he was sitting in that room with her going uh-huh. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to I'm going I thought uh, he was going to feed her. He was he, he was enjoying the shit out of that pudding cup, man. And the plastic like, spoon was yeah. so loud, man. <laughs> and the other what the fuck was that goddamn bell necklace that oh, that, yeah. that yeah. Ironside was wearing. Yeah. It's like, "Why what is what? And when it was wrinkle dingling. Yeah. It was really loud, but you only heard it when they mentioned when, when they were like, focusing on it. Why are you? And, and there was you're right. There was somebody no asked him, "Is hey, is that real gold or something?" Yeah, there's that that one guy or something that, that was in the wheelchair. Were you gonna say that hey, it was Jewish looking? Yeah, is that you Jewish guy? Hey, is that real gold? No, but I'm serious. It's like mm. it's like why are you wearing that necklace? Dude? Right. Oh my god. And it was ringing. It's like ah, it's cheesy. <laughs> I gotta say, man. Um, you know, and it's funny because what 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 movie? Oh, we switched Bad Biology for uh, the the Prince of Darkness last week yeah. because it's like, oh, it's Halloweeny. And I remember at the end of this movie, I'm like, this wasn't very Halloweeny. This was kind of thriller, but yeah. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I did movie. too. Iron Iron Sides does a great job. Um, I I I really thought that he did that. This whole movie, the whole setup, whatever. I thought it was great. There's apparently, and I don't know this because I haven't heard a lot of stuff on it. Apparently, though, a lot of people complain about this movie because of the, you know, the 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 the, the fact that Ironsides is just a misogynist that he hates women and whatever. Yeah. But you know, and so that's you know, and he, and he attacks him and he kills him. And, you know, he he gets his kills in and whatnot. The thing is, though, is I also think that yeah, that's true. But I think that uh, I think the main theme of this of this movie is the fact that they overcome it. You know, and the fact that you know he basically well, yeah, and she, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I see I, where you're going. I don't know, and, you know, and I mean to get deep into it or whatnot. But as as far as just a movie on its surface, this is a great cat and mouse, you know, type of uh, thriller. Totally, and and I, and I like that he. There's not a lot of you know. There's not a lot of dialogue. There's not a lot of how dare you do this or anything. Or it's just a nutcase. Yeah, and absolutely. for his reasons or good reasons, bad reasons, whatever, he's right. doing his thing. And he doesn't got a lot to say in I it. I think that And I, he's a creepy dude. I think that just like absolutely. I think that this was just kind of a way for Michael Ironsides to showcase what he can do the best. Look creepy, look scary, go through and freak some people out. Michael Ironside either plays a bad guy serial right. killer type, uh-huh. a detective. Okay. Or a, uh, uh, you know, some kind of a general type or something. You know what? I mean, his whole, you know, I went to IMDb and was checking out his shit. Uh And he's playing sergeant, 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 detective, detective, serial killer, serial killer, serial killer, crazy guy. You know, he's got that creepy look in his eye. He does. And the dude has been working since like the 70s. And he continues straight through. He's been in a movie. Oh, just, I mean, fairly recently. So it's like, and it's the same type of thing. Yeah. Michael Ironsides is one of these guys who, though, maybe doesn't get a lot of respect in the, you know, in the acting community or whatever. But if he's in it, I'm going to freaking watch that movie. 
And you know what? I like those character actors. I don't think there's anything wrong with the, with the, I am a character actor. I I agree. I totally agree. To me, that says, hey, I can get into the role. And yeah, you don't, I'm that dude. I'm not me. I'm not Al Pacino playing psycho guy. Because you watch it and go, that's Al Pacino playing fucking psycho guy. I'll tell you what, after this movie, well, and after a lot of the other movies, Irons, or the, the, all the other roles that Ironside's played, I don't, I don't know if I'd want to meet that guy in a, like a dark alley. He just, he just has this look about him of crazy. Makes me wonder why guys like that. I mean, when you go back over their whole, right. And they've been in so many horror movies. Right. Why isn't that guy doing the circuits and doing all the Comic Cons? And I mean, he might be, I bet you there's a shit. That's a good question to bring up in an, at a later date uh-huh. is people that don't go to the comic cons that should oh, be at the that, uh, well you know what that'll be the question for the next episode yeah. people who you wish would show up to a horror convention that, that you've never seen the, when I was going through his shit man he's done a ton of horror stuff right. absolutely I agree so I mean so it sounds like you liked the movie then yeah I enjoyed it I'm giving it a high rent okay. I mean, I yeah, I I liked it solid, but you know, maybe not enough to buy. Sure, there wasn't enough there for me for well, that. Well, and but. the thing is, is I think that that in in my opinion, I'm going to give it a high rent too or a low buy. But the the reason being is that yeah, this was kind of a slasher slash thriller, yeah. but it didn't. It was it was such a unique type of slasher. It didn't have the tropes that I that I'm not only used to or expected, but the ones that I enjoy, like the titties and the, uh, yeah. the, the overwrought gore and whatnot. It's like you said, the cat and mouse. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what, what it was. was and I enjoyed every single too. minute of it. I did going, too. What the hell is that guy going to do next to get back in? I thought it was beauty, not to spoil anything, but I thought that was great how he manages to get close to him again. So, right. Absolutely. Know, it's, it's, it's definitely a high rent for me. Well, in, in, I don't know. So I guess that's all we got on this movie. I really, I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'll probably end up watching this one again. Uh, this is one that I could uh, see myself getting to. I don't know if it's the best Halloween type movie, but it's a great movie nonetheless. Yeah, true but that. anyway, so there you go. That's the episode. Uh, remember, call in 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. That is the bone phone. Uh, the question of the episode is, what music or movies do you usually listen to around Halloween time to get you I in like the that. mood? It'll, I think it'll be fun to talk about next episode you know i think it'll yeah. really get us in the halloween spirit and whatnot and i can't believe it's already here oh dude yep absolutely yeah. anyway you got anything else for the folks that's it all right so i guess from the cadaver the corpse cast cadaver last oh man I'll, I'll tell you what i'm sorry i you know it's just all going in the brain from the cadaver we will catch you guys later see ya how many people do i have to kill